0: The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live.
4: You can paint this with purple.
0: Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right,
3: welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. It is game day. In Greenville, North Carolina, the start of another college basketball season in Greenville, North Carolina. Chan Man's got the three goggles. Kim McNeil's Pirates will play on the road tonight at Middle Tennessee State, and Joe Dooley's Pirates are in Minji's. seven o'clock versus South Carolina State. And I'm fired up and ready to go. We will talk some uh, pirate hoops on the show today, along with some football. We've even got some baseball talk coming up on today's show so something for everybody on a tuesday edition of pirate radio live right here on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 and washington we are on 1250 930 online pr927fm.com and you can watch the show on facebook live and twitter you can chime in there if you have a question comment concern birthday anniversary steve hill uh, already commenting and uh, he says clipper
4: clipper i
1: was waiting i was trying to find it <laughs> welcome but then back you just Shirley. kept going
3: <laughs> welcome back uh we are ready to roll here on a tuesday coming up in about 20 25 minutes or so we will talk to the color analyst on espn plus for East Carolina basketball home games, Sai Seymour will join us. Who better to talk to on opening night than Sai Seymour? He'll get you ready for East Carolina and South Carolina State. At 4 o'clock, we will talk some baseball with ryan meadows head coach of north pitt head coach of pitt county post 39 and also puts together the down east hitting camp it is the third annual down east hitting camp we'll give you all the details on that coming up at four o'clock and talk some baseball with ryan meadows that's coming up at four at around 4 30 or so the big man on campus jeff nadu it's like christmas morning for him as he is a hoops junkie He'll give us a couple plays on this opening night of college basketball we'll also get his thoughts on east carolina memphis football coming up this saturday the pirates a six-point dog to the memphis tigers at five o'clock steven Igo go hoist the colors we'll be in we'll talk pirate hoops pirate football and uh, look back at the purple gold world series maybe talk some baseball as well with Igo. so uh this is going to be a uh A fun show because we're going to hit on a lot of different topics and uh, a lot of those involving east carolina athletics we also got mike houston's comments from today's press conference and if we have time today we'll hear from a couple of pirate players uh john young and taylor jackson uh if we have time uh, today if not we'll get to those later in the week all right uh let's start the rundown and we'll start with memphis this line has dropped East Carolina has covered five games in a row. Uh, That includes three home wins and two road defeats. The two road defeats, the Pirates were right there at the end. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Didn't get the win. Can it be different this week against Memphis? Let's hear Mike Houston's opening comments today Shirley, as he met with members of the media and talked about the win uh, last week and looking ahead to the Tigers.
5: Good to be back. Um, Big win last weekend. Uh, at home, uh, and uh, you know, it was great to have Military Appreciation Weekend, uh, and also to have Hall of Fame Weekend, and have those two, uh, you know, celebrations, and uh, to have a, a victory the way we had. And just really excited about the way our, our our kids played and the way they prepared all week. And you saw the culmination of a, a really good week of practice, uh, you know, turn into a, you know a solid performance on game day. And so, uh, you know, puts us in good position here in the middle of November as we go into. Uh, you know, what's going to be a very challenging road game against a extremely talented uh, Memphis football team uh, coming off of a, uh, a big uh, home win against ranked uh, SMU this past weekend. Um, and, you know, we've looked at them on film, and they're exactly, you know, what you expect from a Memphis football team. You know, very talented uh, at the skill positions, um, you know, good size. I think their offensive front's very athletic. Uh, defensive front's very long. Um, you know, dynamic on special teams. So, uh, it's going to be a challenge going on the road, uh, but I know our, our kids are really excited about the opportunity. Uh, they'll, uh, I'm sure that they're going to have a, a really good week of practice, and the kids will be locked in and ready to go on Saturday, so it should be a good one.
3: All right, Mike Houston there. Memphis has been really good at home, and uh, they. I'll see if I can find that stat, uh, but they have been fantastic. Uh, in home games and this is uh, sidelines east carolina uh, put this out yesterday since 2017 memphis is 30 and 3 at home that's pretty good hitting on 90 percent that is two four six eight ninth best in the country Uh, so they uh pretty darn good when they play there at the liberty bowl so a tough challenge for the pirates will be with you at noon coming up on saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Uh, Steve just sent along some news that I was unaware of because I could not care less about the Washington football team at this point. They are dead to me for this season. The season is over. I've moved on to ECU football, Pirate Hoops, Charlotte Hornets, Carolina Hurricanes, celebrating a Braves World Series championship, St. Bonaventure. I've got so much more in my sports life than washington right now but do you know who i believe this is kicker number three for washington do you know who they have signed chandler honeycutt a familiar name to you
6: is it mr sly joey sly
3: we're gonna we blew it with chris blew it so we're gonna try to get sly it with sly joey that is the sly guy joey sly is now man the has kicker. he
6: bounced around since carolina
3: a giant who the flip cares about that not me, not you, not i. But uh he maybe will kick a field goal or two in the Washington loss to Tampa coming up this Sunday. All right, moving on. Opening night in college basketball, East Carolina a 22 point favorite at home against South Carolina State, and guess what? I'm taking the Pirates. So am I, baby. So am I. Why would I do that? Why do I do that? Why do I do that? Uh, I was looking back at some season openers. The Pirates won last year in their opener against Charlotte, a narrow win in 2019.
6: Is that Cop- Coppin State?
3: 2020 against VMI. Oh. But if you go back to 1819, Delaware State came here and lost 81 to 56. It's a you know 25 point win. I think this is a pretty similar season opener now the problem is we don't know a lot of these guys on this team so we're gonna need vance jackson to be as good as advertised we're gonna need you know jj miles to to start hot and and who knows what even the rotation will look like we'll talk about it with si who he thinks is going to play tonight for east carolina they're also potentially going to be without a couple of guys we'll talk about that with si coming up too but uh hey why not take the pirates on opening night let's get a 25 30 point blowout everybody feeling good High fives, three goggles, everything.
6: Yeah, I'm 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 totally with it. Uh, let's start the season off with a bang. Let's, let's put uh, some money in our pockets.
3: Let's hear what Joe Dooley had to say yesterday as he met with the media scrum to get set for opening night in Minji's Coliseum. Here's Joe Dooley. Coach, just
7: give us a scouting report. What do you think about South Carolina
8: State? Well, a lot of new guys. Uh, do have some returners back? Uh, three starters back. TJ Madlock, Coach Madlock's son, is a very good player. Uh, obviously, they had a little of a bit of a weird season last year. They were up and down as far as starting the season, a little bit late. Uh, but new coach, probably have a lot of new energy and a lot of new pieces.
9: Coach, give us an uh, expectation of what type of style this team that we're going to see for ECU is. You've seen them a couple times in scrimmages
8: and in practice. What are your expectations as far as style this year? We'd like to play a lot faster. That's been something that we wanted to do. We've to play faster. I think we have played faster in the scrimmages. Uh, I think a big way to play faster is obviously to get some defensive stops and then get out and play in transition. But the guys have done a pretty good job. I think we've pushed the ball better. I think we'll, we'll play a lot faster. But I think you have to be able to, uh, be able to play multiple ways when teams do slow it down.
7: Coach, how much is this team kind of acclimated from the time we talked to you a couple weeks ago? Uh, you got a lot of new guys. How are they beginning to meld together? A well,
8: I think it helps that we we're able to work with them in the summer. I mean, I think the rules have changed, so we're able to get a lot more uh, stuff in during the preseason than you had previously, so I think that's helped. Uh, I think we've been acclimating some of the guys that have been injured back into it, and that's been part of it, or guys have been out sick, so I think those guys are a little bit behind, but they're starting to catch up.
10: Yeah, okay. Do you expect to have everybody? Will anybody be out that you know of?
8: It's, it's you know, it's the day before the game. So uh, I, I think we'll have a couple guys out, uh, hoping to get maybe one back. Uh, but you know we'll see. Uh, we have a couple guys meet with the doctor this afternoon, so we'll see how that goes. Do you expect
0: Winston to play, or is that still to be determined? That's still to,
8: to be determined.
0: Besides just winning, what's the biggest thing you kind of hope to accomplish in these early games here?
8: Uh, get some continuity and get rotation I think we've had to uh, you know in the scrimmages we've been able to play a bunch of guys which I think is good news I think we'll cut the rotation a little bit so I think that'll help I think we'll try to get into a little bit of a routine and a rotation with our guys.
9: Basketball is a sport where fans can have a big impact as far as home court advantage how excited are you to be able to welcome fans back this season?
8: Well it's exciting I think our guys are really jacked up that they can have fans and you know the, the atmosphere and the excitement that the fans bring and uh I, it was eerie last year as you guys know but being in an arena with no one there and you know you could sort of hear everything which i guess was good and bad but uh i do think it'll be exciting to have people back in in, in, the, in the pirate fans back here
10: three games in what five days to start with or so what type of challenges does that create for you guys
8: well, i think it just has to be efficient practice wise i mean we'll cut back today uh wednesday will be a little bit shorter than you you know than usual thursday will be a little bit shorter Quick turnaround on Saturday. We'll, you know, we'll probably go Saturday morning so we can get our guys off their legs. We'll review what happened on Friday night, uh, go to quick practice and, and prepare for Sunday. So I do think it's the players would probably rather have it this way. Uh, I don't know that the coaches would, but it's it's lined up that way. So let's get ahead and get going. Are
10: you more nervous or excited for the opener?
8: Oh, I'm always excited. I mean, I, 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 I'm i always excited. I, I think we're nervous. About <laughs> You're nervous all preseason. Now once it's here, you got to get ready to go. So let's have some fun.
3: All right, let's have some fun. Joe Dooley, ready to roll the ball out and get going. Great to hear the balls bouncing in the background. Just let you know college basketball is here. Yeah, as soon as
6: the uh, audio started, you hear boom, boom.
3: I'm looking. uh, So Washington State is playing as we speak. I don't know if I can find that, but uh, I'm going to pull up Manhattanville versus Manhattan.
6: Manhattanville.
3: Manhattanville is playing the Jaspers of Manhattan. I got live college basketball on in the Pirate Radio studios. Let's go. Oh it's, nice.
6: it's officially started.
3: Um let's get um uh, Jalen up to a mic real quick. All right.
1: Got a question for him. Jalen.
3: He's been summoned. Jalen, you're up. Jalen, just uh just curious, what are you doing this evening?
10: I uh, might be going to the basketball game.
3: <laughs> All right. I don't like the word might but just to let you know my dad clip brock jr has another event he has to go to my niece has a volleyball game he's going to be unable to attend the game tonight so i do have a ticket if you'd like to sit in section 213 with chandler and i just letting you know okay would you like to accept
4: give me 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> give me 30 minutes putting
3: some pressure on the kid
4: excitement time good
3: answer good answer i'll give you 30 minutes to uh to talk it over and to come up uh, with an excuse not to come to the game tonight <laughs> look you don't have to sit with us you can sit wherever with the cool kids i don't care do you understand who you have a chance to sit with at this game <laughs> look i will not be ashamed if you take the ticket and then you go sit with your cool friends and not Oops. with us that's fine i don't care about that i just want butts in, in seats. seats actually i want i want sneakers in rows standing up
1: well to be perfectly honest if it wasn't my bunko night yeah, i would get take your t- bunko
3: <laughs> get out of here with your
6: bunko. it's only
1: once a month
3: this it's is only, only once, a- once a year where you get a season opener what a joke god this is the problem what a joke people like jalen and shirley this is what's <laughs> wrong with society <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck at Bunko, Shirley. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. Shirley, you'll be doing some PA for women's hoops this year, right? When's your first game?
1: November 18th, Education Day.
3: Oh, get the uh, <laughs> get the earplugs ready.
1: Well, uh, I've been told that uh, the the crowd is not going to be as large as it has been in the past, just because I think they're only bringing eighth graders this year. And I we're believe. not
3: we're not really educating the kids anymore. Oh so. uh,
1: well, you know. But I am looking forward to. To doing uh pa for the first time yeah. i've never done pa for women's basketball i've done just about everything else for i'll basketball, tell you, but it
3: is a lot of fun it yeah. is like you are you are like part of the game it's really cool you're right there on top yeah
1: of it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it um i mean of course i'm gonna be a little nervous like i always am but uh i am looking forward to it the
6: eighth graders might be crazier than the uh fifth graders fourth yeah and fifth graders
1: yeah they might be I just know that it it, – I mean, I know there's a lot of – there's some media that I have talked to in the past that are not fond of the game just because it's so loud and kind of rambunctious. But, you know, because it's – you know, the kids – the kids, I think they get into the atmosphere of the game. They may not be maybe as into the game as maybe, say, I would be or, uh, you know, but just because of the fact that they're not in school. They're hanging out in a gym and they're eating snacks and watching a basketball game. They're just gonna be loud and rowdy and I I've always enjoyed that game and I'm looking forward to it this year in a completely different context. Well, so it'll be fun.
3: Chandler and I are gonna be loud and rowdy tonight. We might take our shirts off. We haven't I don't know. That's we, we might no. you I just know.
1: can't wait to be sitting there going.
3: <laughs> at the three people in at our the, section
6: at the three people in our section
3: <laughs> get up old man get up old man <laughs>
6: oh what oh you brought in the walker just so you wouldn't have to stand up
3: what a loser we might get kicked out of minjis tonight Against
4: South all, Carolina all
1: I, all I need to know is, <laughs> Clip, if he does do the get up, mm-hmm. you got to get that on film. <laughs> that's got. That's got to Chandler, be on film or Chandler didn't happen.
3: Yelling at empty seats to get yes. up and get loud. Yeah, we got to do yes. that.
1: And it needs to be sent to Glenn immediately, <laughs> so he can put it up on our social media. <laughs>
3: Chandler is a get up guy. Who knew?
1: Uh oh, big dog in the house.
3: Big dog run in. What's up, big dog?
2: I'm just wondering uh, if you and Chandler will be wearing your rock and Jock jerseys
3: tonight. You know what? I, I pulled up an old clip of that on Twitter today, and I had that thought. We should have gone full uniform with the armbands, the Iverson shooting sleeve.
2: The full thing.
3: But, uh, unfortunately, the answer to that is no.
2: Did the uh, Aaliyah jersey become much smaller after you washed it the first time?
3: I honestly don't know where that is. My wife may have thrown it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. I have not seen it since last year. So we have another watch-along planned for a couple weeks from now. Next week. Next the, Friday. The,
2: the, the Oklahoma game the in, in Myrtle Beach, right?
3: Yeah. So between now and then, I do need to find that jersey or another basketball jersey to wear. So
2: You could take... And cut the sleeves out of one of your redskins jerseys
3: and make a basketball, basketball jersey <laughs>
2: yes you could do this could do that just an idea
3: sleeveless skins jersey <laughs> not like a bad it. idea yeah we'll figure it out but tonight we will be wearing normal people clothes uh in two thirteen. i wanted
2: to see the return of uh what was the kid's name sea bass
3: yeah right and
2: we'll see bass action up in two thirteen.
3: i tell you what maybe one game this year chandler we should go decked out in our basketball uniforms all right
1: i just think it'd be funny
4: that I, is on you the probably docket. would get on tv
3: all right yeah that's what we well, want
1: you know what if you guys do do that do do let me know i'll break out mine you in yeah we can get a in. whole roster yeah
3: all right i like it that's uh put it on my calendar for uh well, it
1: just uh, i just got to make sure that it doesn't coincide in any, with anything
3: I, I, we get it you're busy <laughs> Bunko
2: PA Once a
1: month. Once a month. Whatever. Bunko's d- only once a month. I
2: need to pick up a Missy Elliott rock and jock jersey for this event.
3: For some reason on <laughs> Amazon.com, the only jersey they had was Aaliyah. Rest in peace. And I was a big really? Aaliyah fan. Yeah. First you don't succeed, dust yourself off, try again. Uh so I was happy R. That,
1: Kelly's first wife.
3: Well, let's not talk <laughs> about that. chandler didn't know who Aaliyah was but all i did the ki- recognize all the, the kids songs. don't yeah none of the
1: no, kids know. yeah none of the kids know. she
3: died in a was it a plane crash yeah, it was
1: a plane crash yeah
3: yeah and she was a uh a young rising star
2: remember that movie where she played like the queen of the
3: vampires or whatever
1: Oh, was that queen uh, of the damned yeah, yeah queen of the damned yeah yeah
3: that's right never saw it but i do know what you're talking about uh manhattan has a 16-8 lead over manhattanville manhattanville we should schedule east carolinaville i think we play for east carolinaville that's our team <laughs> hey. manhattanville sounds like fanville on doctor <laughs> like it's, it's something made up their <laughs> colors are red their colors are like the uh what do you call it where they have their name and their score yes. the uh the cryon or is that someone like? you, you call it a crown or a bug a bug their bug looks like a can of Diet Dr pepper it's cream and, and <laughs> yes burning. yeah so uh, they are from fansville fansville versus manhattan
1: i wish i could wear a medium jersey (laughs) what are you
3: are you just having your inner thoughts yes because there
1: is a mtv rock and jock jersey of flavor flav from the violators
3: That oh, that nice. would be cool because we have bricklayers. You'd need a violators jersey.
1: Yeah, but this is only a medium, and I cannot wear
3: any Look like pack <laughs> sausage coming
2: in.
1: Oh the new yeah, that it, yep, straight up. That would be a pack sausage situation. Uh, pack
3: sausage sitch that we're trying to avoid. All right, uh, moving on.
2: I just want to talk rock and jock right quick. I'm good.
3: Maybe we'll uh, we'll get to Monday night ref ball uh, later on in the show but um that was a disgusting display oh while you're here glenn how about uh Jokic and him <laughs> sending a shot to which one of the Morris twins as it Mark yeah and it, he went down like he got shot i think he had some like internal bleeding going on
2: so there was like a for reals medical report after the game on this and it it didn't look like it it, it He bumped his tail off in wrestling terms, I thought. But, yeah, apparently uh, from being hit in the back of the shoulder, you can have internal
3: bleeding. So Morris hit Joker with kind of a cheap shot at midcourt to slow the ball down to stop a fast break, basically.
2: Like cheap stuff, but just basketball stuff.
3: Had a little elbow into him. And then I guess he thought – joker was going to be cool with that and just kind of started yeah, he's, walking
2: Joker's away kind of a layback guy
3: and then joker went full steam i've never seen him move that fast and <laughs> just freaking drilled him and uh morris was flopping like a fish like he tried to get up went back down in pain the, the best part you pointed out to me
2: earlier was joker going back over on the bench and sitting stoically
3: yeah like a psychopath
2: as if he had just he was a hitman. he had just done a bit
3: and like Jimmy Butler is yelling, like, come meet oh, me. Jimmy in the Butler back.
2: wanted the smoke. And i if I'm Joker, I'm not sure if I want that one. I'm not sure. Jimmy's wild. To man.
3: quote Clay Davis, Jimmy's a wild. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I know,
2: know Joker <laughs> <laughs> <All right. That laughs> is foreign. That's true. Of, some, de- of de- some descent, and you probably don't want to try him he's probably got a pretty strong jaw
3: well and his brothers are in some type of eastern european cold world cold uh eastern country UFC? what am i no, trying to say oh
2: they're like in some eastern block
3: yeah oh yeah <laughs> now i just made that up but have oh, you seen yeah. them like well they all have
2: that we we talked about it earlier they have the uh jason Bourne 007 bad guy look
3: yeah and they're huge they're giant right. people so i don't know man jimmy's crazy I know I'm not messing with any of them. I'm just saying. All right, uh, anything else to hit on? Jimmy the... was
2: talking to him while he looked like a psycho killer.
3: Yeah, Jimmy was talking to him in that state. What? Uh, what's wrong with the Hornets, Chandler?
2: Can I answer for him? No. Uh, no paint defense or rim protection.
6: Just like past years.
3: I hate Plumlee.
6: Dude, he's a uh, like a great value of cody zeller
3: Uh, i don't yeah i i I don't yeah i don't like him uh they have lost back-to-back nights in the same building to the clippers and the lakers hurricanes play tonight coming off a loss over the weekend to the panthers so that's what's going on on the buck scoreboard presented by dub all right let's get a break in we'll come back when we return we'll talk pirate hoops with cy seymour he joins us by the way Watch along. It's not next
6: Friday. It's next Thursday. 7 o'clock. Be there. 7 o'clock the 18th? Yes,
3: sir. All right. The 18th. I believe Scooter's back in. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter.
6: I'm so, so excited.
3: We're going to have a watch along. You uh, can watch the game with us. As we'll be watching East Carolina take on Oklahoma. We'll have prizes. Yeah, we got to uh, work out all the deets, but we'll have giveaways and uh, we'll have a good time right here in the Pyre Radio Studios on that Thursday evening. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. Sai Seymour joins us after this.
0: Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswearnc.com. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year. And they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock.
3: Well, a quick look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard update Manhattan leads 33 to 12 over Manhattanville. So there's Clip then. Also, uh, another game coming on, but I don't think I can find it on TV. Washington State leads Alcorn State 15-13, to as there is some college basketball going on. And if there's a game going on, we'll find it here on Pirate Radio. All right, let's talk some college hoops with si Cy Seymour. He joins us to get you going on this Tuesday for East Carolina and South Carolina State. Cy, si, I know you're fired up, ready to go. How you doing, man?
7: I mean, I'm good, man. I'm ready to get started. I know you
3: are. Yes, sir. Excited uh, for a full slate of hoops beginning tonight, including East Carolina basketball and one major change. I've, I've talked about this with Jeff Charles. I've yet to talk about it with you, Cy, si, but uh, I guess they said you were too pretty just to put on the radio. you got to be on TV now, so they're going to put you on ESPN+. Is that is that how it
7: all worked out? Well, I think yeah. unless <laughs> I i had 23 wonderful years with Jeff. The, the difference is I, I was ready to get off the road. You know, yeah. It's just such a, just a grueling taste man. And uh, Jeff is just a pleasure and one of the best, well, the best I know in the business. And uh, I just said, I, this summer, I said, Jeff, I don't, I don't want to go on the road anymore. It's just too much. He said, well, he said, I, I need somebody full-time. He said, I need somebody with me all the time. I said, I got you. That's fine. And so – but then ESPN came along, had some stuff that they needed done. I said, I'll, "I'll be glad to do that." So I've got ESPN Plus the home games, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. So it works out good for everybody. And you got Jeff on the radio, with the best thing in the world. And then we'll uh, Patrick Johnson will be doing a lot of ESPN Plus games. And I'll be work, working with him on ESPN Plus. It'll be a lot of fun, anyway.
3: Michael Perry uh, taking over the radio duties. so great to have a former ECU coach there with the voice. And, Sy. Si, as I told Jeff, uh, if you want to get off the road, now's a good time to do it because I know how much you follow the conference shuffle and everything. Uh, there's some, some even longer road trips coming up in a few years in the American as this thing continues to expand west. Who Yeah,
7: who knows where this will be in three years? True. Who knows where it will be what? But I can tell you this, Mike Perry will do a good job. I'm glad he's doing it. Mike and I talked this summer about it. You know, or you know, early in the summer, after I said, "Yep, yeah, I can't do it," Mike, Mike will be great. I mean, he knows the league, he knows the game, he uh, he understands the travel, <laughs> so everything is good. Mike will do a great job.
3: Looking forward to seeing these Pirates tonight in Minge's, uh for multiple reasons. I hadn't been to Minji's and uh, you know, almost two years, uh, didn't get to go in 2020. So excited to get back in there, see some live basketball, but also the unknown is exciting side. And you've seen some of these guys in practice, but yet to see them in a real game, we're going to see a lot of new faces tonight, starting with Vance Jackson. And, uh, you've talked him up. A lot of people have talked him upside. I'm ready to see this guy live and in person tonight in the, uh, purple and gold. Yeah. You know,
7: he's a six, nine guy. That was a four star recruit, uh, by when he was recruited, it was uh Southern Cal, Arizona, and Connecticut, and Connecticut got the tab on him. He's a shooter. He's six foot nine. He's filled out now. He's really he's gonna play inside for East Carolina at the four, but he is a shooter and that that's the key to his game. Uh so if Jackson's open on the perimeter, he's gonna usually make it. He can handle the ball, but he'll be playing the four which is you know, he, he, he started out literally as a 2 guard in college, So there's an adaptive part for him. He's had to get over it. It's been difficult, but I like him. He can shoot it, and he should be a lot of fun.
3: Si, let's talk about this, too. Joe Dooley said there might be a couple of guys unavailable for East Carolina in the opener, and we know that Winston Tabs, they've been kind of bringing him along a little slower than others. And uh, from what I understand, talking to the coaches, you know, he's been practicing, but he was not involved in the scrimmages. So uh, is Tabs one of those guys Dooley's talking about when he says that there might be some guys unavailable tonight? Yeah, I think,
7: I think Tabs is going to be one of the keys to, uh, and i don't think he'll go much he he look he, he's had the operation he's rehabbed and they're just waiting for him to be a hundred percent they'll use him some tonight but I don't think they want to use him a lot they really are looking two to three weeks out with with tabs, maybe four I'm, I'm not sure but he he will be ready to go the other one that's in question probably is rj felt mm-hmm.
4: uh, problem and i
7: do Doubt he'll go, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. He he hurt his foot the other day in practice. I think that's the two, and both of them are tremendous players. Both of them are, are really special, and, and I, I keep saying this about Winston Tabs. He puts you on a different level when he's on the floor. I've been able to watch him practice several times, and when he makes a move, when he really does it full speed and he can't do it often, it'll take your breath. I mean, he, he, I said, whoa, like that. You know, I'm watching practice. And it's Tabs. There's a lot of good with Tabs. He's going to really help. This guy averaged 13 and a half in the ACC. He's the, he's the real deal, and he's young, smart, fun to be around, and he's real positive. He's going to be a real influence for you, But those are the two guys that I think might not go. If there are others, I just don't know who they are. Cy
3: si Seymour joining us. East Carolina, South Carolina State. Tonight's 7 o'clock, Minji's Coliseum. Cy, uh, si, we had Antoine Jackson, assistant basketball coach, on a couple weeks ago, and – always kind of perk up when i hear a coach talk about a player unsolicited and he says that that brandon johnson's kind of flown under the radar and he has looked really good in practice uh not only doing the stuff in the the stat sheet but getting on loose balls and then the hustle plays he says that uh he really likes what he's been doing now does that translate is he in the rotation for East Carolina on on real game nights so that remains to be seen, but he was very high on Brandon Johnson, so looking forward to seeing that six eight kid tonight.
7: Coach is exactly right on him. I mean, I'm just telling you, and let me tell you, you want know, a great story. I had a manager for me. His name is Doc Gooding. He's a wonderful guy, and this guy, this guy Brandon Johnson, played for his AAU team. The other part of it is. He played for Wakefield, and Todd, my my son who coaches, at, what was coaching at Wake Forest, said, Dad, there's a kid coming out. This has been two years ago. that He's the player of the year in the Cap 8. And he said, any kid that's the player of the year, like Jaden Garner and like the kid that went to Kansas, he said, they're usually good players. And this guy's a player, and he's a really good student. Nobody grabbed him. So now he goes to Brunswick Community College, and he has a good career. Now, all of a sudden, this summer, Maryland's sold him old dominion and we're on it well i mean we we want it and it came down really maryland got another kid uh in fact they got a kid from old dominion who put his name in the corner so then it came down to east carolina and old dominion and we got this kid and the truth is he is a really pleasant surprise he does all the right things inside he's got good hands he doesn't make many mistakes he's been a pleasure to watch i I even went up to the coach and said is it me Or is that kid playing that well? They all said he's playing that well. And that's Brandon Johnson. And uh, I thank Doc every day, the the guy that was with me at Craven, because this kid can play, and and, uh, I think he's going to help ECU for a couple more years.
3: Another guy that Coach Jackson pointed out uh, is Javon Small. And, Si, you know, how, when you look at him, uh, how much time does he cut into, you know, the, the the guards we've seen, Tremont Robinson, White, Tristan Newton. How do you think Joe Dooley and the staff handled the, the backcourt starting tonight against South Carolina State?
7: Well, I, I love it that you have that problem. You know, you know he's healthy, he's strong. He is going to help this ball club and go play minutes. And the truth is, you need you need other guards to play minutes. Tremont played so hard, and Tristan, and they get tired. I mean, Tremont Robinson's a really good defensive player. He's shooting it good this year. Tristan's, I think Tristan's playing really well since when I've been watching. He's been a real treat to watch. I think Luigi Debo has has really changed. He's a much better player this year. So I think those guys. I, I think you need him. I, I think you need him a lot because he's a tough kid. He can get up and down the floor. He's going to give you quality minutes. And I think Joe Dooley's not at all, uh, he won't hesitate to put Small in the lineup, and I think he can do the job
3: talking to Cy seymour color analyst now on espn plus for ecu home games you can watch and uh, listen to Cy starting tonight when they take on south carolina state si um who are some other guys i've always been a brandon suggs guy well you know what kind of leap can he take from last season to this season as all of a sudden now he's one of the upperclassmen one of the veterans on this team
7: I think it makes a difference for Brandon. I think he's been one of the most consistent guys in practice. I think he's showing himself. He's playing well. it well. I thought Brandon is just a more mature Brandon playing better. I'm like you. He's always been one of those guys that you love to watch play, and, and I think he's just gotten better. I th- I, that's what I see in Brandon. Uh, you're going to see that same mold, that consistent mold that can defend, draw a charge, get a rebound, hit free throws, so I, I think with Brandon, it's just you're an upperclassman, you've seen it, and you're more mature, and you, you're doing a little bit better than you've done it in the past. So I, I, I like Brandon Suggs, and I think I think he's going to be a part of it. You know, when you look at the portal, let's get real here. We had five guys who were trying to play. You know, when you, when you really think about it, you, you know, you, JJ's back, and then the two guards, Duke and Tremont, and then Suggs, and then Lucy DeBose back. So you've got five guys that that can really help you or I'm really close we're lost Jaden garner which is a major loss but listen there are other schools that lost three four five starters it's been that crazy so I think overall there's a good mixture between kids coming in and kids that left the program the other part is we you know we left off the big kid from South Carolina Frank
4: mm-hmm.
7: he made'm not sure but he'll give them some quality minutes too
3: so looking at uh south carolina state uh one win last season so they're trying to erase that from the memory uh pretty quick as they were uh one in 17 that one win came against florida a&m uh one of their their last games they played on february 27 so um this is a team that uh you know i don't know how, how do they even start the season this year coming off a, a terrible season in uh 2020-2021
7: well, what you do is you pick up a head coach in Tony Matlock, who was at Memphis, and he was an assistant uh, for Hardaway, and he took this job, and he's bringing his son, uh, his son Matlock, TJ Matlock, who's who's a player and six foot one and a good guard. So first of all, he and he brought in a, he's going to bring in a couple of transfers that can play. The other part about him, think about it. He's been on the Division One level. He played high school ball at Melrose High in in, in Memphis. He was a great player in high school, uh, and then he went on to Memphis and played. He he has been around it all his life. He was with Tony Barber. He's been he's been to Auburn. He's been in the uh, Mississippi State. He's been a lot of different paid places, and he was an assistant coach for the last few years for uh, Hardaway. This is a good coach, a seasoned guy in Division One basketball. Uh, and because of that, their preseason pick is high as three in their in their in their conference, which is like you said, they only won one game last year. This will be a good team. They've got a kid named Rashawn Edwards who was uh, all conference. He's preseason picked all conference. A guy named Jamal Davis who's six nine. So, and then you got the Matlock kid, and you got a transfer that's six nine or six ten. So, this will be a much better team. that with, with i would think with hit, with matlock's background you're going to see him uh, defending full court and push the ball and so it should be a good game to play for joe Dillard.
3: Si, uh, you mentioned Memphis there. Uh, Who's your pick to win this thing? Is it Memphis? Is it Houston? There's a couple other candidates. Wichita State played better uh, than people thought they would last year. Wes Miller, now at Cincinnati. Uh, Jeff Nadeau, who comes on and talks college hoops with us, really likes Johnny Dawkins' team down in Orlando. So it's a little top-heavy, I guess, with Houston and Memphis, but as Si Seymour always says, it's a tough league. Uh, Si, who you got, Penny or uh, you got Houston winning the league again this year?
7: Well, I think, I think it's going to be close. What makes the difference? First of all, your talent level. They picked two of the top five guys in the country in the last couple of weeks uh, the, the, in August. So they have two of the top players in the country. They, they moved from number 20 in the country pre, preseason to they can either be a top 10 or a final 14. Hmm. The predictions of the x be very, very difficult to play, but never count out. Houston. Never count out what Samson has done down there. I love his teams. I love their efforts. They lost a lot off that team, but they've got kids coming in and they are going to be good. But so Houston will be there. I think West Miller at Cincinnati will be, he'll get it done. Uh, I think uh, Wichita State won the league last year. The player of the year back, etienne's coming back. Uh I think that's if I had to pick the top four teams, it would be those four teams, and then it's it's a race. You know, don't ever count out to be in that top five or six. They're there every year. They they, they are. Heath does a great job. I mean, um, the head coach there just Frank Hey yeah. does a great job there, and and so don't count them out. I'm telling you right now, when you look at the mix uh, from three to seven, it could be anybody. It could be. It could be Tulsa, it could be Wichita, it could be Cincinnati, SMUCF. But but I really believe Joe, our ball club, if they get it going, they can bump some people. They can get right up to the thick of it. Because he's got some quality talent on this team. Do they get healthy and do they stay well? That's a part of it. But uh, there's a lot of pieces of the pie that Joe Dooley can move around to make this thing successful.
3: So how about nationally? This was a lot easier to do. I know when I was a kid and I knew the rosters and who was on every team and all that. So we're talking, you know, twenty five, thirty, whatever years ago now. Uh, how about in 2021? How difficult is it to look over the entire landscape of college basketball? Gonzaga is the preseason number one. We know they're going to be good. They're going to be stacked with talent. You got your blue bloods following them with UCLA, Kansas, Villanova uh, in the rankings, and a lot of SEC teams as well as uh, we've kind of seen a, a renaissance there in the SEC uh, with basketball with, with Alabama, with Arkansas uh, teams like that. So, how about nationally side? Is this do you see power teams that the top or is this gonna be one of those years where we see several number one several top five top 10 upsets well what kind of overall season you think we're uh, looking ahead at here
7: i think you're looking at parity i think you're yeah. upset and you're not really upset but that's how crazy it all is listen these teams this year try try figuring out a roster if you're a radio guy all right i mean he you, you got changed completely south far they got beaten up pretty good but they got good players in uh Tim Jankovic over at SMU, who always really does a good job, he lost key pieces to the puzzle, but he brought people in underneath. Uh, In fact, his best player, Tyson Jolly, is now going to be playing for Rick Patino. So (laughs) how crazy this whole thing is. They are moving all over the place, and does your chemistry match what you're doing? That's going to be the key. What kind of guys you bring in that can – that can change change it for you and change the landscape and make your chemistry better. It, it is that way all over the place. I keep I keep saying the craziest thing in the world about all of this is basketball and baseball. They understand it. They expanded to sixty four teams. Football keeps it at four, and, the, and and there's more parity. So now they're balking a little bit and saying we probably need to go to eight. You know, see, they can't get through the antiquated bowl system. They're still rewarding the teams that played in the Sugar Bowl, the uh, Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl, and the Cotton Bowl. That, that's what they're trying to do. When you, when you really look at the top one, it's the teams that got it back then. Mm-hmm. They don't They don't want to open it up, and it's a shame. It, it's a shame because football has a lot of parity, too. I mean, if it, it, it could and if open it up, it would really be parity. Uh, so it, it's really – football cannot get used to not having – the bowl money going to the teams that have gotten since 1952. They just can't. They can't get rid of it, yeah. and so they make sure they get it done. But the truth is, there could be pi- parity. Look, look at Coastal Carolina. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's it's all, and it could be all over the place. But they're trying to block it as much as they can. And they they uh, they say it's the Power Five, and they make sure the money goes to those schools. But the truth is, basketball is not like that. Yeah, you open it up. You, you look at look at the final four last year.
3: They love the little guys in March uh, in basketball, and it's totally different in football. You're right. <laughs> yeah,
7: and if you would spread the money around, you're not. It's no telling how it would be. By gosh, even on school, you know, if you would spread spread the money around, you don't know how this thing can turn out. But they don't want to do that. And I and I don't know what you do about it. Uh, but you know, there are only 130 teams in, pro, in college football. There are 350 basketball teams that have a chance. You know, we're looking at trying to go to a bowl game, and they're going to take eighty-four teams out of one hundred and thirty to a bowl. That mean yeah, basketball takes one that one by twenty-five percent or less, and it's it's really strange what we're doing because the, because those bowls really don't make you go anywhere. It just means you went to a bowl game, but they're not going to. They really want to keep it to a small group. Trust
3: me. We got silent on his soapbox here on a Tuesday. I like that. Yeah. Sai, <laughs> so, so, uh everything's changing and uh and, and we've got some older coaches, some veteran coaches that'll be in Madison Square Garden tonight uh duke and coach k his final season coaching uh they'll be taking on calipari in kentucky and then you got izzo in michigan state taking on bill self in kansas and uh again uh, a lot of this is changing in, including the the faces of the coaching world across college basketball but you do got some uh some old faithful some legends going at it tonight at msg
7: uh, no doubt about it for the greatest coaches you'll ever see i mean they really are and- of course roy williams is gone bay still in it there's still a lot of good really good thoroughbred coaches in it but you know they're they're beginning to say you know is it worth the fight is right i seeing that i'm a team one year and not the next and 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 you're going to the one thing i like about joe Dooley, he knows the world he knows the landscape he's recruited both ways and he adjusted to it he got three he got three power five guys in the in the portal,
3: and that don't mean he necessarily loves how it's going side, but he's willing to adjust and do the best he can with with what it is now, right?
7: Yeah, exactly right. He just said it exactly right. He doesn't like it, but Joe's on top of it enough to be involved in it and get good kids out of it. A lot of the guys that have been in it for a long time, this is a this is a tough adjustment they can't handle. But give credit to Joe Guley, he was on top of the on top of that portal, all he could be.
4: Si,
3: Seymour joining us. Si, uh, have a great call tonight, man. Looking forward to some Pirate hoops tonight. Menchies Coliseum, East Carolina, taking on South Carolina State. Pirates, a 22-point favorite at home tonight, trying to get off to a good start to this season. And uh, I know you're fired up for it, Si. No doubt about it. People need to come out
7: and support the ball club and and uh, really proud of the football team. Let's see if they can't get a win in these last three, maybe two wins, maybe three wins, but get bowl eligible. they, they, they played, what, great. Coach Houston's done a really good job with his ball club. Let's see if they can have a good year. We know Cliff will. And yeah. The girls are playing them well, with volleyball. It's a good. It's been good for
3: ECU sports. Let's just stay with it. Yes, sir. Well said. Cy Seymour joining us. Cy, always enjoy it, man. We'll keep in touch. We'll do it uh, during the basketball season. And uh, talk more hoops with you soon. Love to do it, and we'll talk about those Denver Broncos when we get a shot, too. We need to talk about them a little bit. How about them Broncos? Is that what we're doing now, Sai? We're just rooting for the team playing Dallas every week? Is that all we got? Yes,
7: yeah, yes.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have
3: nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, unfortunately. All right. Sai, thank you, man. We'll talk soon. Okay, buddy. Take care. Si Seymour is the best, and uh, we'll be talking to him all college basketball season. Uh, he'll be on the call tonight on ESPN+. Plus as east carolina takes on south carolina state we'll take a timeout come back wrap up hour number one coming up in hour two we'll talk to ryan meadows the down east hitting camp is coming up some uh, great names will be instructing your kids on how to hit a baseball and we'll talk about it all with coach meadows at four o'clock we'll wrap up hour one of pirate radio live after this
0: Listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back from Sales to Service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net if you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle greenville auto world has a full service and repair facility brakes oil changes tires inspections and they can repair any kind of vehicle Greenville Auto World is across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Rock.
3: All righty. Wrapping up our number one, we have some business to take care of. So uh, tonight, my dad, unfortunately, will not be in Section 213. He's going to be at my niece's volleyball game. But I will be there. Chandler will be there. Shirley has bunka, mm-hmm. uh, But there is a ticket available for young intern Jalen. And, Jalen, uh, you said you needed 30 minutes to make a decision. Your 30 minutes is up. Uh, will you accept this rose?
4: I'll accept the rose. <laughs> wow. Oh! All right.
3: Jalen is in. Dude. That's what I like to hear, one student at a time. And, again, Jalen, you don't have to sit with uh, you know, your, your old – radio uncle here we'll let you go fraternize with the uh your friends or the girls whatever you choose to do but uh you will be accepting one of these tickets and you will be there
11: i'll take it yeah just slide it under the door all
3: right sounds good uh jalen is in chandler is in and uh we'll be there tonight when east carolina takes on south carolina state it is becoming the cool thing to do right ron meadows that is right (laughs) thank you for acknowledging that we got coach meadows in the house we're going to talk some baseball got the down east hitting camp coming up and we'll talk all about it surely let's go to another break because we owe you one for hour one and we'll dive into hour two with ryan meadows man an awesome list of instructors and speakers and guests coming up this weekend we'll talk about that and all the info you need to know to get your kids signed up for uh some great instructional baseball and a whole lot of fun and some food t-shirt all kinds of goodies so uh, it's all going on this weekend we'll tell you about it when we return on pirate radio live after this
0: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Grifols Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Grifols Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts? apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event we'll keep it local and print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com the official sportswear provider of pirate radio for 18 years now let's head back in to prl here is clip rock all right
3: still a lot left to go here on a tuesday edition of pirate radio live it is game night at east Carolinas. they will Begin the basketball season tonight against South Carolina State. We'll talk uh, some hoops and more with Stephen Igo at 5 o'clock, coming up at around 4.30. Jeff and they do will give us some picks. Uh, he'll dive into ECU Memphis as well, as the Pirates have won a couple in a row on the football field. They've covered in five straight games and uh, now go on the road to take on Memphis, trying to get that sixth win. We'll hear some Mike Houston comments later on in today's program as well. But right now, we will talk some baseball ryan meadows coach of north Pitt and Pitt county post 39 joining us here today with the braves hat on and uh coach good to see you good to see you let's talk some baseball let's talk uh braves briefly let's do it yes you, you know am i still riding the high i, I guess it's set in but i saw somebody tweet this and it it was kind of my feelings and probably yours too as somebody who's rooted for the braves for a long time they said this is the 11th or 12th best braves team I've rooted for, and this Ooh. is the one to win it all. Now, they're very talented, yeah. but you think back to the 90s especially, and some other opportunities they've had to win a World Series, I did not think without Acuna, without Soroka, without Azuna, that, and and the pieces they added at the All-Star break or at the trade deadline, that this would be the team to do it, but man, they, they got it done. Yeah, you, you, well, you don't always want to be
12: on the best team, you want to be on the hottest, and uh, they got hot, and and Started clicking, and you can tell the locker room had a lot to do with it, and and they jailed at the right time, and and uh, you know they caught some breaks along the way, and they also made their own breaks. So hats off to the
3: Braves. And uh, and the clubhouse stuff, uh, Ryan, you know, how much do you? That's real. As a baseball instructor, talk about that side of it. That I mean, that's off the field stuff, but. That bonding, the team building, how important is that for you as a high school coach? That's real. I mean, in high school, it's a little bit different dynamic because
12: your kids grow up together. They're in the They're same kind community. Of friends already I mean, anyway. a lot of them are in the same kindergarten class. Right. Um, you know, I would re- equate major league baseball to my life more like an American Legion team, where you yeah. know, the guys, some of them meet in the spring training. Some of them, some of them meet at the trade deadline. They didn't know Jock Peterson until what July. Um, and, you know, it just takes one or two uh, certain pieces to, to fit to the puzzle sometimes to make everything work. And that's kind of what we look for in the summer to create experiences, you know, not saying that, you know, it's the same wavelength, but the same, uh, we look to, I guess, ride the high off some experiences that we have, kind of like they did off the field and in the locker room and. Um, you know you gotta have that stuff if if you don't like each other and you don't love things outside of the actual game you're probably not going to not going to go through adversity very well together and you're not going to ride the storms together
3: ron meadows joining us inside the pirate radio studios ron you got the third annual down east hitting uh camp coming up this weekend and this is uh last call for registration right so this is last call today tonight what ages uh can participate this weekend so it's uh the camps for second graders
12: through 12th graders um and uh, it is this weekend november 13th and 14th Uh, registration will end today uh, and uh, which is november 9th if you're listening to this on a playback tuesday Uh, you can uh, one-stop registration as far as payment and registration can be done on our website which is downeastbaseball.org the cost is 125 dollars which includes lunch on saturday saturday on november 13th uh the camp's going to run from nine thirty a.m to 5 o'clock p.m uh, and sunday will be 1 o'clock p.m to 4 o'clock p.m it's at north Pitt high school uh to if you need any information or uh, want to contact me you can contact me at downeastcamps
3: at gmail.com all right and uh we always run over the list of Speakers, guests, instructors, and once again, just a who's who of baseball in Eastern North Carolina, Ron. You got a lot of uh, big names coming in to help out these kids this year. Yeah, we've been blessed. I mean, you know, when when we decided to
12: to kind of get this thing up and going uh, three years ago, I, I would never have guessed uh, that it was going to be so successful. Um, I knew it was going to be successful because you know you can't look at the sheet of paper and you know, have, uh, have a bunch of, of baseball guys like this and, and them, you know, have a, have a ceiling on their success. But uh, the way that it's grown and the way that these coaches and these guys embrace it, I mean, they uh, now people are texting me, asking me when it is and what are we going to do and, and do you need me? And um, it's good. It's a good thing. It's a great thing for our community. It's a great thing for North Carolina, Eastern North Carolina um any way we can promote and teach baseball and, and and life lessons we're here to do that
3: and uh the special guests including uh the legendary james rabbit Foljum, uh howard mccullough and tommy easton the head coach at Pitt community college uh those guys i saw the mccullough name there clayton uh of course clayton mccullough now the first base coach for the dodgers my you know, I hate the Dodgers so much, uh, Ryan. But then I, I'd watch them against the Braves, and then LCS, and guy would get a single, and I'd see Clayton, and be like, well oh yeah i like clayton but I, I hate the rest of those guys but yeah i was definitely pulling for the dodgers actually unfortunately coach mccullough is gonna he,
12: he got called uh out of town this okay. weekend to uh for his job i i guess professional scouting is a little bit more uh i guess important yeah than then coming and to he is with a team us, on the rise too in he, the seattle he, mariners he, he so. is and uh, i'm sure he has a lot to do with it he's a, yeah. he's a legend he's great and um you know but we certainly uh we certainly look to look to fill his void and are still taking his uh his guidance and i know he's going to be with us and and he did say that he's going to uh, look forward to our pitch and catching camp in january
3: good deal johnny naren lead instructor uh he's with the cleveland indians that naren name of course synonymous with baseball around these parts and a couple of uh former pirates spencer brickhouse jake washer on the list as well yeah great great baseball guys obviously
12: great players but um just great people i mean Spencer uh worked our worked our hitting camp last year and our pitching catching camp and has such a way with children it's it's really really impressive for a young man Jake's the same way outstanding uh, obviously baseball player but teacher as well um I love watching and listening to Jake at our pitching catching camps this will be the first first hitting camp he's done but uh if anybody's ever seen East Carolina baseball the last five years he can swing a little bit and certainly uh you know coach godwin has a lot to do with that and he's going to share some of those philosophies and what what makes him tick so i look forward to listening to him as well a lot of other
3: names you'll recognize from the area the legendary rv ronald vinson who was your coach right ron yeah sure in, was yep. yeah back in the day uh he, J- he's
12: still my coach <laughs> oh I mean, yeah that's you know, true that's, okay. that's just
3: how it is uh jason mills out at dh conley Corey skinner aiden grifton eddie losner at farmville central uh pat mccray from south central so uh peanut langston another legendary name uh, around the area so just a, a who's who once again of baseball in the area and uh all these guys will be assisting your kids what kind of uh i guess drills and and things will the kids be doing this weekend ron yeah it's a big mix i mean
12: it goes from uh really all aspects of offense i mean um as far as you know direct instruction as far as uh, like a big hitting lecture fundamentals and we've got as you said some great lead instructors to do that any, anywhere from pro guys to college guys to going through stations teach them drills teach them the proper way to do things uh they're going to get a chance to get videoed and then sit down in a, a classroom with uh with a college or pro guy or, or a, a really high level high school guy and, and get their swing broken down and uh, you know, get get a chance to write some things down and, and take it with them, and then uh, you know we're also a little bit into the analytics. Um, you know, we're going to have the kids uh, have a chance to measure stuff like exit velocity, and for for high school guys and big field guys, that means a lot. You know, for them as as far as what adjustments to make in their swing mechanics, but for the young guys. It's almost like a county fair. Um, I was gonna say, going to say, it sounds cool, right? Yeah, they're <laughs> going to get up there, and they they get a radar gun out there. So it's usually on Sunday, man, and it it, it usually turns into, <laughs> I, I guess, a 45-, 50-year-old man up there at the Hidden uh... league baseball game and <laughs> oh, see right, how right, fast right. they can so, still throw kind of thing. But, um, oh, you right. know, it's, it's, it's a great – it really is a great mix of instruction, skill development, and fun. Um, that's why I like calling it a camp I, – I mean, it's – It's a clinic setting. I'm not too fond of that word because I want the kids to know that we're going to have fun while we're there because baseball is a fun game.
3: No doubt. Uh, Go to downeastbaseball.org and sign up today on this Tuesday uh, November 9th if you still want to get in. uh, Still a few spots left so uh, you can sign up there. $125. That'll cover your lunch and uh, also cover your kids getting great instruction from these guys and I see uh, you kind of mentioned it there but the swings will be, I guess, videoed and analyzed and, and all that. So that's uh, that's really neat. As you said, the uh, the older guys will enjoy it for their development. The young kids will, will not only use it for their development, but also sounds like a lot of fun to have your uh, all the analytic stuff. That was um, – I hung up the cleats after freshman year at Conley, uh, Ryan. I, I was – I was pre-analytics days for baseball, really, so I don't I don't understand any of that. Well, stuff. I think
12: we all well, you know, analytics have been around forever, but now that it's it's more quantitative than the eyeball test, you know. So um, there, there's 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 a lot to it. I'm I'm not a huge fan of scientists
3: taking over the game, but I was gonna say, the, the, what's important to you now as a coach with that stuff? What do you look at and use utilize with your team? <laughs> you know, it's. <sighs> I like exit velocity
12: because I'm a big weight room guy. I mean, we 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 really do a good job, I believe, in the weight room and, and through fitness and, and uh, you know, as far as uh, a radar gun to, to, you know, measure throwing speed. Um, just because I'm a big long toss guy, I'm a big, uh, big believer in our throwing program, and I want to know if it's getting better. Right. So um, am I going to sit down and use something like, you know, uh, uh, exit velocity, or or uh, you know what's another one, distance in the zone, or something like that to say you're going to start over him. No, I'm going to look at who's a better player, you know. So, but there is some Bunny. things that you can sit down and look at and make some swing adjustments. And we've got a great program called Diamond Kinetics that we actually use um, at we're going to use at camp for the kids on the big field. The kids on the young field, it's it's not that necessary yet. Let's worry about hitting the ball in the sweet spot, and let's swing at good pitches. And and it's really a lot mental they're going to hear. I mean, let's believe in ourselves. Let's have a plan. Um, Let's uh, let's get over adversity. If we get out, it's not the end of the world. Kids need to hear that these days. Yeah. Um, You know, I've never seen a generation full of uh, instant success people, and if not, I, I call it the reset generation. You know, if they're playing Madden at home, and I ask my high school kids this: If you're playing Madden at home, and they score first. What are you going to do? Are you the kind that that's first play of the game, they're on a kickoff back? Are you going to hit reset so you get to, you know, you get to uh, start over 0 or are you going to play, you know, the rest of the game down? A lot of them are going to hit reset, and that's what they wish they could do in a live, whether it's a football game, basketball game, baseball game. And uh, you're going to hear a little bit of that at camp, too, from these speakers that have seen a lot more than I have. But, um, you know, they, uh, they draw off these experiences to help these kids and hopefully give them some words like that too. So
3: I like that. Good stuff from Ryan Meadows joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coach, uh, ba- uh, we are getting into basketball season now. Uh, we're finishing out the high school football playoffs. Uh, when does baseball roll around for the uh, high school kids? So, uh, it's crazy
12: because we're not used to this anymore. We actually had a baseball meeting at North Pitt yesterday for prospective players. And I told them, you know, I looked around the room and, you know, this is my 20th year there, Clip. and uh, That's crazy. It's crazy. So, I, I was kind of going to get on a roll of just, hey, you know, you guys know how it works and all that. I looked. I said, man, these guys don't know how it works because last year wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. So, I had to explain to them, look. This is the off season. We consider January for us the preseason. Baseball starts in February. Last year, it's February, March, April, and then the playoffs are in May. Because look, last year the first opening day was April twenty fourth, right? And uh, for you know a lot of you know obviously all of our freshmen that was all they know so far and. For sophomores, you know, sophomores don't remember things very well anyway. (laughs) Uh, We graduated a lot of seniors. We don't have a lot of juniors. So I had to sit down and explain to them what exactly the sports calendar is and how we're going to go about it. So, yeah, baseball kicks off in February, as always, Um, February 14th, I believe. Uh, And we plan on having a uh, normal high school baseball season with normal playoffs in May and state championships. You're using the word normal a lot. That's good, right? Yeah, uh, well— Can I put quotation marks around that? Because we hope so. Exactly.
3: You never know, I guess, right? Right. That's right. And uh, good stuff there. What about the – we'll talk more about this as it gets closer, but planning on uh, bringing back the pitching camp as well? Yeah, we sure are. Well, we hope so. I mean, you know, a lot of things can go between now and then,
12: but we're planning on the last week in January for that. That seems to be a good weekend for – you know, we have a lot of pro guys help out with that. Um, they usually head out the first or second week in February, right. um, and uh, the colleges are the, the college coaches are kind of all geared up by then and doing their team practices on the weekend and stuff. But um, a lot of local guys, a lot of a lot of pro guys, come back to help out with that one. So we're kind of uh, off their schedule, and we want to do it before high school starts. So, you know, when we started that, that was a really good intro to uh, you know high school season, and then again it felt so weird doing that in january last year and you know high school coaches didn't have to really worry about it till april so we're going to get back to that normal this year <laughs> so, <laughs> good deal get, we look forward to it
3: got the uh hitting camp down east hitting camp uh coming up this weekend and today is your final day if you want to get your kids signed up go to downeastbaseball.org and uh, you can sign up right there and uh, anything else we need to know ron no
12: this uh if any prayer warriors out there let's pray for the dry weather I think the forecast has gotten a little bit better knock on wood Um, they're talking about Friday rain maybe Um, you know we're going to have it rain or shine we've got a great indoor setup we can go to we'd rather not Mm -hmm. we'd rather uh, play baseball outside and hit baseballs outside but you know we definitely have uh plan b and c to go to so pray for dry weather and uh we've got two good instructors and two good people involved for it not to be a great experience
3: ryan great stuff man have a uh, great camp and come on back in we'll talk about the pitching camp when that gets closer we'll do it all right ryan meadows joining us inside the pirate radio studios we'll take a time out when we return we'll talk some college hoops we'll talk pirates in memphis And more with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. He joins us on the other side of this timeout. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this.
0: Listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives. Be a hero and make seven hundred dollars your very first month donating plasma at Grifols Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on five hundred five South Memorial Drive. Make up to seven hundred dollars in a month and save lives now at Grifols Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now back to the show. Welcome
1: back, Eastern North Carolina's choice for Window Ten. Signs, graphics, wraps, graphic design, and more is Signs and Tent. Be sure to stop by their office at 801 Staten Road in Greenville, or you can book an appointment online at signsandtent.com. And as we head back into a PRL clip, I have some breaking news.
3: This is crazy. Out of nowhere.
1: Out of absolutely nowhere, we've been waiting for this news since february 25th of this year our twitter handler our twitter handler our twitter handle pr927fm was suspended on february 25th
3: unrightfully so
1: unrightfully slow but there is good news we are out of twitter jail baby we have broken through the bars we are free agents, just like obj because he wasn't claimed on waivers today he is officially a free agent
3: way to mix in sports news
1: yeah well i figured you know buck scoreboard there's some news for you but so if you followed us on pr927fm on twitter we are officially back
3: we are back
1: and if you followed us on at free pr927fm you can now follow us at pr927fm
3: at pr927fm all the way back wow did not expect that to happen on this tuesday what a glorious tuesday it is indeed it is also glorious because college basketball is back absolutely and the pirates will be in minges tonight and there are games going on all across the country we'll talk about that and more right now with the big man on campus jeff do he joins us on the fixed nc live line big man how you doing today
11: I'm doing well, Clip. Uh, I'm pretty tired, but yeah, uh, Christmas is here, and uh, now we we tip off the games and, and and start flying.
3: Jeff, what have you been doing? Uh, training for rough and rowdy, researching for college hoops. What's uh, what you been up to?
11: Yeah, you know, just a lot going on, Clip. You know, you got basketball, you got football, you got you know this training that that throws in a, a wrench to everything. And you know, I train in the morning, so so by the afternoon I'm, you kind of tired. But yeah, just a lot. I mean, I'm I got podcasts I'm doing just a lot of information you know with college basketball it's tough at the beginning of the year because you can prepare all you want but you know there's so many teams just try to brush up on anything you can and uh you know just know as much as you can
3: well jeff uh i know you've been going over the futures the conference winners the you know national champions in college basketball how about games tonight now are you gonna wait a week or two and kind of see what's going on across the college basketball landscape, or are there winners out there to be had opening night of college basketball? What, what do you got your eye on?
11: I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not going to be betting, you know, 50 games, but I played a few, you know, a couple of lines that just didn't make sense. I laid some prices, obviously, and it's um, in some games where I just think that the opponent is significantly better than the uh, team that they're playing. Um, but, yeah, I think you really have to make sure that you tread lightly with games, You don't have to bet every game. You don't have to get on everyone. Um, You just try to try to identify the the mismatches and and the bad numbers.
3: Do you got a uh, favorite you can give us to our audience tonight?
11: Yeah. So there's a couple that I have my eye on. A couple of dogs that I like. Um, I like the Citadel tonight against um, against Pittsburgh. This is really a play more or less against Pitt. Um, Coming into season, this team has a lot of issues. Uh, they lost most of their talent from last year. There was a mass exodus after the season. David Johnson, these Tony, uh, Kareem Koulibaly, uh, just tons of players left this team. And, and a lot of question was, what's up with Jeff Capel? I heard that people weren't real happy with his program as far as just how he was coaching. And, you know, a lot of people left. You look at coming into the season, uh, they're going to be without – Um, Their best player, Nick Sabidi, he's out with an ACL injury. Uh, One of their big uh, transfer players, uh, Jamars Burton, he's out. Uh, And then over the weekend, one of their players, their lead guard, I feel Horton, uh, was arrested. So he's been kicked off the team. So this team has a lot of problems. They also didn't grade real well against transition teams last year. Really struggled to get back in transition and defend. I just think with all the things coming off this team, they also have to play a really good player in Hayden Brown. Then at the Citadel, I think Citadel will be a tough matchup. Uh, I'm willing to to grab you know the ten, ten and a half here. I put this number more at like seven or eight. So I think Citadel could be a real uh, pesky team this year. All
3: right, the Citadel riding uh, with them coming up open tonight against the Pittsburgh Panthers. East Carolina in action against South Carolina State. The Pirates are a 22 point favorite. Jeff, tonight I look back. South Carolina State won one game last year. Now they, they have a new head coach, and uh, you know I, I don't know how much of a difference that could make. But uh, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the the Pirates tonight. I'm gonna lay 22 points for ECU basketball. What do you think?
7: Yeah,
11: look, I mean, for for where I stand on ECU, I, I I've said before I don't think they're a great team. But I mean, South Carolina State is you know bottom 15, 20 in America. It's just that simple. Um, you look at last season, um, you know, they didn't really have a gimme game, ECU. I mean, they've actually played some pretty tough competition out of conference. Uh, Charlotte, Radford, North Florida, all, you know, decent opponents. But SMU, obviously, early on. And then they got to get into their um, conference season. It was a shorter season. We have to kind of go back to um, even, I mean, you know, in 2019. Right. I mean, they didn't have a great start. They did play one MEAC team, Maryland Eastern Shore. Uh, one by 14. i got to go against you here, Clip. All due respect, I, I will just say, though, they're not a team I'm really running to lay 22 with. Maybe 15 here. but Yeah. Uh, you know, I think South Carolina State, in, in some of the small times that I saw them last year, uh, they actually were okay. Uh, the kid, uh, Matlock, the, the coach's son, he's actually a pretty good player. Um, but, yeah, uh, not a game I'm running to lay or take. It won't be on my card.
3: Let's, uh, and we can circle back if uh, there's another game we want to talk about tonight, but let's get into college football real quick, Jeff, because the Pirates are a team you can trust to cover. The East Carolina has won five straight in a row against the spread and uh, two straight outright here at home. Now they go back on the road to play a schizophrenic Memphis team that, of course, lost to Temple, uh, but has beaten Mississippi State and SMU just last week. They are very good at home. Uh, this line opened at 8. It is now at 6. So uh, Some people on the Pirates' side here, I mean, there's a, a thought that East Carolina can go on the road and play with just about anybody the way we saw them compete against Houston and UCF. So how about this week against Memphis, Jeff? Any thoughts on that one?
11: Yeah, you know, this is where I missed out on Clip. Um, I should have I grabbed the 8 or 7.5. I mean, now it's down to 6. Um, but even there, I, you know, I think. I think there's still some value. I, I think – I feel like anything over – I would have some interest in ECU. I mean, Memphis just isn't very good. I don't know how else to say it. Um, they've had flashes this year where they've looked good at times, but schizophrenic is a great way. Bipolar would be another good name for them. Um, they're just a team that, you know, some nights they look real good. You know, they hang around against UTSA or, or, or beat Mississippi State. You know, then they come back the next week and lose to, to Temple or, or or struggle against UCF. They're just a weird team. I wouldn't be laying points at them right now under any circumstance. I think if you could find a way for this to get back up to seven, it would be a buy sign. But, you know, sharps are sharps. You know, they were quickly realized that eight was just too many. and uh, They gobbled that up quickly. So that's good news that, um, you know, they should at least be in this game. But this is a big game for East Carolina. Obviously, uh, you know that, you know, they're, they're knocking on the door one more win and you get to a bowl game. Um, you're probably not going to beat Cincinnati at the end of the year. Next week at Navy's, tough. I think it's winnable, but it'd be real nice to beat Memphis, and I think they can. Uh, Anything over four, probably, I would have some interest in ECU here.
3: All right. uh, Pirates looking for one more win to become bowl eligible for the first time since 2014. Man, it has been way too long, and hopefully they can get back there again this year. Jeff, uh, looking at some other games going on this weekend, Georgia, uh, a, a big road favorite against Tennessee, Although that total is now it's in the 50s. And, and that's because Tennessee, maybe one of the, the best offenses Georgia has seen in a while. The question is, you know, how many points can they score against Georgia? Are you still going with the Georgia unders, Jeff? And, and is this a week that maybe a team could put some points on the, the Bulldogs who want a defense?
11: Yeah, because I think, um, you know, what I've noticed is it doesn't matter how good an offense couldn't be, can be. Um, Georgia shuts down. I mean, look, Ah, uh, look at Arkansas, prime example. They, what did they put up against Ole Miss? Fifty. Um, they didn't score. like right. Georgia. Look at Florida. Scored seven.
3: So you don't think it matters? It's just Georgia's defense is too good for anybody at this point.
11: Yeah, yeah. I mean, now again, I mean, we'll, we'll see when we get to the College football Playoff. You know, kind of how uh, you know they they react against you know obviously really good competition. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that I think Tennessee is is elite competition by any means. Um, you know, they put some good numbers up. But you look even against, like, an Alabama, you know, they didn't go crazy. Um, you know, they didn't go, you know, Florida shut them down. So, you know, I think this team is is, is capable of putting points to the board against subpar opponents. But I think it's stepping up here. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to give me totals in the 50s, I'll continue to play unders.
3: Jeff and dude joining us on the Fixed NC live line, talking college football, talking college hoops. Jeff, North Carolina knocks off Wake Forest. That was a non-conference game. That was a game scheduled between Wake Forest and North Carolina that did not count against the ACC standing. So, Wake Forest still 5-0 and in ACC play. NC State is 4-1, and and both of them trying to make it to the ACC championship. So, a huge game coming up in Winston-Salem on Saturday night. Uh, the Wolfpack narrow road dogs in this game against Wake Forest. And I know... Uh, You've kind of had a love-hate relationship with NC State, Jeff. So, so, how about the Pack and the Deacons going at it this Saturday night? What side are you
11: on? Yeah, well, you know, the big problem that Wake has, and, and this has come back to really haunt this team in the last couple of years. They just don't have a good enough defense. Yeah, I mean, this defense is, is dreadful. And you know, it's really a shame because, you know, Sam Hartman's been awesome. It's been fun to watch this guy. And they've put up, I mean, 50 or more or 45 or more in you know, the last three games. So, I look at this one, whenever Wake plays, I'm going to expect a shootout, especially with a team that I think at NC State will probably willing to uh, adhere to what they want. I mean, NC State got in a shootout against uh, Miami. Uh, they got an, a, a pretty good one against uh, La Tech. Um, I think they're surely capable of putting points on the board. Look, it's pretty clear to recognize at this point, you've got to throw the football against Wake Forest. I mean, they can't stop anybody um sam Howell i didn't have to do a whole lot they were able to run the ball effectively too you can really do whatever you want against wake right now and wake has had no problem moving the ball either so you know really with them i, I think you just play auto overs right now
3: yeah pretty much uh that would have won last week uh against the uh in the north carolina game jeff we've got maction coming up tonight three games tonight and last week I think dogs and overs would have done you quite well in the Mac. You've got totals in the upper 50s, lower 60s for the games tonight. So uh, are we going to see more overs? You eyeing any Mac plays tonight?
11: Uh, I didn't really love the Mac card. I I was a little bit more interested last week. EMU is kind of interesting. I I do wonder about Eastern Michigan, though. Um, I tend to kind of pull off a team that just becomes ball eligible. I feel like they kind of – get to the where they want to be. But this Eastern Michigan team uh, clip is six and three. I mean, they're actually not out of it. I mean, they're actually quite alive in in the MAC. So I think there's going to be plenty of reason for them to play hard here. Uh, I think they probably um, take care of business tonight. I I think Eastern Michigan was one that I had my eye on against Ohio has been awful. Um, They have one. They didn't win last time out, but I like EMU good defense, pretty solid offense, sure-handed receivers. I will say, Clip, a couple of games this weekend, if you want, I'll I'll quickly. um, I think I told you last week, this Western Kentucky's team is really starting to Mm. find their way. They have absolutely punished teams uh, four weeks in a row. They've been blowing teams out. They've got to a real low point in their schedule. Now, I know they have a big look-ahead game next week, but um, I continue to have my eye on this group. Their team total is always around 40. Um, I would probably adhere to continuing to bet that. Um, this offense just throw, throw, throws. Uh, and Rice, whenever they've stepped up and faced a quality offense and a quality opponent, they have gotten absolutely destroyed. I mean, they lost forty-four-seven to Houston, fifty-eight nothing to Texas, forty-five nothing to UTSA against quality offenses. This team has been absolutely lost. Uh, I'll also throw out one that this was a game I immediately bet. Uh, I didn't understand this number. What do you have on a total clip in? Um, Michigan State and um, Maryland.
3: Uh, What do I have it, or what is the total? I didn't know if you had it in front of me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can look it up real quick. Um, Michigan State, Maryland. And it's going to take me a moment. So Oh, here we go. 61 and a half is what I see.
11: Yeah, um, I'm looking at this game, and and I'm trying to make sense of this. Um, I've been really on the mark with Michigan state faded them last week. And, and it was a beautiful play. Listen, clip. I, I watched a lot of past defenses this year. Um, this one is the worst I've seen. Michigan state is absolutely abhorrent. Uh, defensively. I, I good
3: call last it, week on them, by the way, you were all over that.
11: Yeah. They just can't get any stops. I, I don't know what else to say. They, I didn't, I don't think I've ever seen a third down defense that bad. I mean, they got absolutely destroyed. And, it's not going to get any easier. I mean, this, this to, uh, to, to his brother, is a, a pretty good quarterback. They love to throw, throw, throw down in Maryland, the top 20 passing offense. If you can throw the ball, you will move the ball against Michigan State. It's pretty simple. You look at Maryland, not a team that I think is very good against the run. You look at a couple of weeks ago, they gave up 136 yards to Stephen Carr. What's Kenneth Walker going to do? The Heisman hopeful. Uh, I see offense all over the place. I, I don't really know why we keep putting Michigan State totals early or late 50s early 60s. Th- this team just can't defend. I think this is a good pace game. I think it's probably first at 35 wins. I played the over here. I expect a high-scoring football
3: game. All right, a few college football plays for you coming up this weekend. And let's wrap it up, Jeff. Let's circle back to college basketball. You like the Citadel tonight against Pitt. Anything else you're on uh, in College Hoops opening night?
11: Yeah, I actually, um, one other dog that I had my eye on was Louisiana Tech. Uh, one team that I'm not real high on coming into the season, at least early, is Alabama. I think this team's a little overvalued. Um, they have some real concerns. Clip another team coming into the season with concerns. They got ravaged last year by uh, the NBA and moving on. You look at this team coming back. Don't have Primo Petty, Herb Jones, Alex Reese all gone. James Rojas, their best big, he's out with an injury. Uh, they also lost Namari Burnett, the transfer from Texas Tech. He's out with an injury, and then they just suspended one of their forwards, uh, Alex Chicoa. He's suspended for two games. So. This is another team with personnel problems coming into the season. If I'm Louisiana Tech, I would halt this game to a complete standstill, play it in the low 60s, mid-60s. Louisiana Tech is a good mid-major clip. They are the best team, in my opinion, in Conference USA. I know you remember this kid from last year, Kenneth Lofton Jr., mm-hmm. it's eight 275, just a bear of an individual. He has great touch around the rim, good hands, just really looks great. And my concern for Alabama tonight is I don't know if they have a capable matchup. They have a seven-footer, Charles Badeko, uh, but he's a tweener. He's only about 210 pounds. I think he is crafty loft and around the rim. You also look at the fact that Louisiana Tech just always has really solid guard play. They have a lanky uh, wings that can defend longer players. I think this is a real dogfight for, for Alabama tonight. They struggled last year in non-conference. West Kentucky beat them. I look at Louisiana the Tech as a pretty similar team to West Kentucky. It's all about the big. I think Kenny Lofton is a good game tonight. I took the 11.5 here with the uh, Bulldogs.
3: Good stuff. Uh, that's a 9 o'clock tip off. I'll be in Min G's watching some live college hoops at 7, and then there's a lot of later games tonight so i'll be uh, watching college basketball on into wednesday morning it's a great time of the year we'll talk about it a couple times a week with jeff nadu uh the big man on campus who joins us on tuesdays and thursdays big man we'll uh, talk more with you on thursday and uh, make sure you follow him on twitter at jeff nadu also um patreon.com slash BMOC and if you're a fan of mafia history you can download the sit down podcast so big man's got a lot going on and we appreciate a few minutes of your time here on pirate radio
11: yeah you know clip uh, christmas will be good to me this year i'll finally be winding down some of the things i have going on um so yeah i look forward to it but thanks for having me and i'll talk to you later in the week all right thank you
3: jeff big man on campus jeff and looking forward to a big night of college hoops the number four team in the country is playing right now as we speak. And Villanova has a 13-2 lead over Mount St. Mary's. That game going on on Fox Sports 1. The manhattan manhattansville game got a little out of hand. So flipped over to Fox Sports 1 to check out Nova taking on Mount St. Mary's. We will take a timeout, come back and uh, look, at else, uh, look at what else is going on tonight in the world of sports still to come on today's show Steven Igo also comments from Mike Houston and uh, I tell you what when we get back let's hear from Luigi Debo, ECU big man spoke to the media yesterday we'll hear that interview and look at some other games going on in college basketball tonight that's on the way when we return on Pirate Radio Live we're back with you after this
0: to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Save lives, be a hero, and make $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio uh, on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and now back on Twitter at PR927FM. You can join the over 50,000 followers today. Once again, if uh, you didn't hear the news earlier, our original Twitter account has been uh, released from a Twitter Jail we are back and up running at PR 927 FM and clip as we head back into the show a quick buck scoreboard update Washington State leads Alcorn uh 6346 Manhattan has a very comfortable 91 to 37 lead over Manhattanville and in the first half it is Villanova 15. And whoops, and my screen just decided it wanted to do something weird here. And uh, Mount St. Mary's only has four points so far. And then coming up at, uh, in just about ten minutes from now, it'll be South Florida taking on Bethune-Cookman. Tip-off is slated for 5 o'clock, as well as wofford and uh, I'm trying to find the name of the... Because they abbreviate everything. What are you uh, looking Bob at? Bob Jones University.
3: <laughs> Wait, isn't that like a restaurant? Or is that Bob, <laughs> Bob Evans?
1: Bob Evans. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, California will also take on... Uh, Cal uh, California San Diego. So that will also tip off at 5 o'clock. I had to go to a different um, uh, you, <laughs> website because... Okay. Uh, The original website that I went to, I couldn't find. um, Are you on
3: fakebasketballgames.org? No. Why? I don't know. What are these these games?
1: College basketball games. (laughs)
3: Okay. All right. Why? You're just having some issues.
1: Well, because I went to ESPN. I have the ESPN app on my phone. Yeah. And for some reason, the original, (laughs) the Manhattan and Manhattanville score disappeared off my my i'm sure that
3: score was even there i'll tell you what you need to do shirley right now what,
1: what, what am i doing right get now? the
3: score app okay because the score app just has everything everything you ever could imagine oh get the score app on okay your phone. that's the go-to and you'll be good to go next time okay
1: around. and i found it
3: okay what'd you find
1: the scores i was looking for <laughs> that i was having difficulty with
3: all right this is uh
1: this is what happens when I'm trying to do something live and I'm trying to read something over my phone cuz usually what I do is I take the scores and I just write them down which by the way the scores were incorrect anyway. <laughs> Washington State leads Alcorn State 67 to 50 in the second half. Manhattan leads Manhattanville 98-41 with about a minute to go in the game. Villanova leads Mount Saint St. Mary's 15 to 4.
3: We just had a major swat in that game from Nova. Yeah. They're, Wofford uh, and
1: Bob Jones and UC San Diego in <laughs> California. Bethune, Cookman in South Florida. All of those are tipping off.
3: I'm going to need uh, Bob Jones updates every five minutes. I'm into okay. that game. All
1: right. I'll give you those.
3: Chandler, um I'm not going to claim I have a lot of influence from this chair and microphone, but between me tweeting about it, interviewing Sassy si Seymour, and announcing that you and i were on the pirates minus 22 i'm pretty sure we just moved a line my friend because that is 22 and a half now oh and you know what i don't know who in the hell else cares or is talking about this game so i'm gonna say we did that i'm gonna take some credit for that so uh 22 and a half we always want to get the best number right we got the best number available for this game (laughs) So that's uh, that's us right there. All right, let's hear from East Carolina big man Luigi Gebu as he met with the media on Monday.
4: So how exciting is it to get started tomorrow?
13: Night? So we excited. We'd be walking the whole summer. The whole team be walking, the freshmen they came in, you know, they ready to walk they ready to the go. So we're excited. Tomorrow, you know, seven p.m. Everybody gonna line up. Everybody gonna be ready to, to play. What are your expectations going into this season? What would you like to uh, see this team accomplish? So first of all, we 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 ch- we trying to take every game, you know, day by day, and trying to like, you know, follow the, the coach plan and and trying to win every game, man. That's the plan.
7: A lot of new guys on this team. How are you guys meshing so far?
13: So matching pretty good. Everybody on the same page. Everybody on, you know, got the same mindset. You know, we everybody. Trying to get in the game, trying to give the best they you know they can get, and trying to play hard every game. Who among the newcomers has impressed you? You so I would say like Javon Small, Javon, Javon's a good you know good point guard. He listened. you know he, he can pass the ball real good. Play defense and also How J Felton, you know he got bounds. like he can not jump. You know he's very very athletic and. You know, that's the, that's the two guys like that will impress me. And also, also Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson, you know, come from like a juco. He elevates his game, you know. He listen every day, playing good. Like we have two exhibition games where you have like some good, like, you know, performance. Brandon Johnson is one of them. Yes, sir.
5: What have you seen on tape at South Carolina State?
13: So we 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 see South Carolina state you know they have some some good 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 sizes you know some guys you know some guys like six six nine. 69 you know play like a guard you know they like the the pong out, like number 10 can shoot the ball pretty well you know so they like to play in transition cuz they they have a, a, a new coach i think you know from Memphis so they try to play like like Memphis you know playing transition no, you know, so that, that's what I know about South Carolina State. It was such a weird season last year with no fans here at Minge's. How's uh, the team expecting in the field to be able to welcome fans back for the first time in a long time? So, as you mentioned, last year it was a weird deal with COVID, obviously. Like, we started the first game. You know, there was nobody to understand. You know, we have, like – we have to talk loud so everybody can hear. So like, but I, I, this year, like you know, especially tomorrow, then we're gonna have a good crowd and that that's gonna be exciting for us, you know. And the fan also to come back in Manjis and watch us play. You guys gonna be ready, guys? Um, I'm I'm ready to go, man. I will be ready for this season, you know. i obviously I'm I'm healthy, you know. I I lost a lot of weight, you know, and I'm ready, man. I'm ready.
10: So you, you finally got a full off season, healthy off season. How much does that help you?
13: Oh, that helped me a lot. That helped me a lot, especially like this year. You know, I could get in the gym with my trainer, my strength coach. You know, work on my body, work on my health, my diet, change everything. You know, so I'm 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 ready to go.
3: All right, there you go, Luigi DeBoe, ready to go. Stephen Igo's got to learn interview etiquette. That when somebody asks the question, "Are you ready to go?" and he says, "I'm ready to go," that's when you end the interview. Not a real, legit, actual question about health. Who cares about that stuff, Igo? But Lugy is... uh, This is, uh, I guess, the first time, maybe? He's uh, been ready to roll. Game one. But, as Igo and I said last week, this is ECU basketball. There are always players missing. Game one. Who will be missing tonight, if any? If anything, in terms of injuries... We will talk about that with Stephen Igo. We'll talk Pirate football. Pirates one win away from bowl eligibility. And see if he's got anything on the Purple Gold Series, World Series from over the weekend. He says no. We'll talk about it anyway. We'll make some picks as well. The best picker on Pirate Radio Live, Stephen Igo. Another winning week last week. Stephen is 17 games over 500 against the spread this year, which is insane so we'll make some picks as well it's all ahead on pirate radio live we're back with you after this
0: Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is sponsored by Signs and Tint, Eastern North Carolina's choice for window tinting, signs, graphics, wraps, graphic design, and more. Visit Sign and Tint today at 801 Staten Road in Greenville or book an appointment online at signsandtint.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. At Angel Oak, they continue to make customer service a number one priority. A local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success. The combination of their local team's experience Experience, and Angel Oaks wide offerings of products from standard, conventional, government, and portfolio loans has something for every financial situation. For more information, call Talbot Green, Joanne Weir, or Wanda Hager at 751-2060. And a quick uh, Bucks scoreboard update for you clip. Manhattan has won over Manhattanville. 99-42 is wow. that final. Bethune Cookman has taken a two-nothing lead over South
3: Florida. Upset alert.
1: Villanova leads Mount St. Mary's twenty-seven to thirteen and Washington State leads Alcorn State seventy three to fifty five. We're still waiting on the tip off of Bob Jones and Wofford.
3: Oh man, probably a lot of pregame festivities for that one, I would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine so. Man. Bob I'm, Jones. I'm hoping Bob Jones pulls <laughs> the upset today. Uh I uh, will still be following Saint Bonaventure basketball this year. I'm not gonna pick a new team. I'm sticking with the Bonnies because they could be doing something special this year. They get uh, their season coming all uh, started tonight with Siena. and uh, we got we got some uh, some Panthers news though we need to get to because it just happened moments ago chandler have you looked it up yet no you told me not to you do not know And this is
6: crazy because me and steven were literally just talking about the quarterback situation in carolina like two minutes ago
3: all right so the panthers have reached a deal with a free agent quarterback he was the answer to a trivia question i think last week uh, at sports trivia at aj's um should we just tell him, or just go ahead and tell me i'm I'm literally shaking right now it's just terrible uh, oh, it's not good <laughs> well uh, do you think signing a free agent quarterback right now that's never be, good it would be somebody I good if cam
10: newton's out there i mean why not steven
3: Igo did say why not just sign cam newton like if you're going to sign somebody named matt barkley <laughs> matt barkley is the carolina <laughs> panther
1: oh oh no what, <laughs> why you, what? the oh
3: no
1: <clears throat> <laughs> uh, oh <laughs> Oh, poor Chandler. He's
10: not excited about Matt Barkley. Um, I just look at some of these quarterbacks playing, and I'm like, why, why won't somebody just sign Cam
3: Newton? My question is, does he cost more than these other schlubs? I don't know the answer to that. But, um, yeah, Matt Barkley is a Panther. So, Sam Darnett is, what, day-to-day? Shoulder injury? Uh, Joe Person says this provides insurance uh, though insurance you would think what? he slots behind bad PJ quarterback Ward. Quarterback
4: play? <laughs>
3: that just Panthers fans should know, I go, that if Sam Darnold can't give it a go, they'll still get bad quarterback play. Right. And I think you that, need that, that consistency insurance. in your life.
10: All right. Um, they should just sign Mark Sanchez and Matt Lyons as, well. as well. Just bring them all. Just, all, all the hey, USC
6: let's, quarterbacks. Let's get Brandon Whedon from ESPN Plus, who's going to be on the call for ECU Memphis this week.
10: I don't know oh, that that crew again be weed be weed be weed oh man i'm glad i'm going to the game you will be at the liberty bowl breaking news liberty bowl man this is better
3: breaking news (laughs) than what i just heard (laughs) all right uh where to begin i go let's talk hoops hoops it's game night man you fired up uh not really (laughs) why not i'm I'm i'll tell you why i am and you're not i am because i hadn't been to minji's for a basketball game in like a year and a half.
10: I'll be excited. You know what I am excited about? Not only to see you there, but to see the pet band. Because last year we did not have the pet band. I mean, and there's nothing like walking into Minjis when the pet band is going.
4: <laughs>
3: Igo, do you think they've added a new song over the last two years uh, no. they've had two years to add something absolutely new absolutely not
4: you know <laughs> you <laughs> know <laughs> that
10: they're <laughs> 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 like man it's been so long since we played these
4: songs i have to play them <laughs>
10: So, maybe instead of
3: learning new songs, they've just perfected oh, yeah. the ones. They've just 100% perfected.
10: I mean, they might have like a wrinkle thrown into the lineup, but especially like the Navy triple option. You know what you're going to get, and it's going to be <laughs> the same thing every year consistency, and you can't stop it.
3: So, what's the key, if anything, a little bit for the band perfecting these songs? They are, I love the comparison to the Navy option is it about the leader is he a keenan reynolds is it the drummer that needs to be the who's the other guy that killed ecu and everybody um, else a few years ago i
10: mean you have keenan reynolds you that have was further back uh, right who was the guy uh the guy plays for the dolphins yeah most recently um oh boy this is bad this is bad somebody
3: help me out i'm not gonna look it I up i can
10: uh name Dobbs. Dobbs was back in the day He was yeah the beast. but who's the key to the band do you Malcolm think perry thank you great yeah. great recall um, the key to the band is definitely the drummer. He keeps the rhythm, and if you don't have the rhythm, you don't have a band. But also, y- you remember—I don't know if this—it's uh, been so long since we've seen them. They used to have the guitar guy who would stand on the platform yeah. and just randomly strum along. Like, is that guy going to be back this year? Because that's like the Keenan Reynolds, I think. When you have that guy, that brings a completely—that's a difference maker. Yeah, a completely different element. Hold my hands open. Go
3: ahead, and Go ahead, now. And. Come on, my hey, hey, time. Hey, no.
11: out, South Carolina State.
3: Hey, oh, how is the horn?
4: Traveling
3: call. <laughs> is the horn going to work this oh, year? Oh,
1: wait, 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 wait. Time, time out,
4: Bulldog.
3: The... i tell you what, hearing that fight I song. Mean, we might as well just already be in Minji's. Uh, I feel it. I feel it in my <laughs> plums. I feel it in my plums all right so the band will be ready to go tonight hopefully do we, uh,
10: if they're not there i'm i'm leaving 100%. i mean
4: I'm just gonna walk out.
10: all this hype uh pull up the grandpa simpson meme
3: i is gonna walk in see no band turn right around and walk 100%. out he's gonna put his hoist the colors hat on the hat rack walk in no band turn around put
10: the hat back on he gone uh do we have to wear masks in Minji's? i believe the university mandate is yes but i don't think people are being very um what's the word i'm looking for like strict on the policy the enforcement yeah
3: uh, i think i have one in the car so i will wear one to get in and then uh mine's dirty once i take my shirt off in my seat i'll probably <laughs> are you
1: riding dirty what, probably what are you even doing with it
6: <laughs> it's been in my car it's just hanging there
3: well you're gonna have to put it on buddy if you want to get it. it strap, on. You it, on. Wanna use strap one, it on you want to use one of my tickets you got to put that that thing on yes sir and then uh yeah if you guys want to hang out in our section
10: you got to wear that mask do you consider yourself part of the 213 family <laughs> absolutely that that row up at the top is right under 213 i showed joe dooley yesterday where we sit and he was amazed that uh he's like you guys are up there so it's just do you think you'll ever be
3: back uh
10: courtside no why was that move made i can't recall the move was made because ESPN plus or something no it's more about the courtside seating and getting those dollars right uh which i don't blame ecu for doing if they can fill the seats go for it. if
3: they can fill the seats is the uh the question Mm -hmm. right yeah uh as far as on the court i go who so joe dooley alluded to Maybe a couple guys out. Great reporter question by you. Is Winston Tabs available for tonight? Joe Dooley answered on Monday. We'll see, to be determined.
10: What's which, your uh, your gut telling you about that? My gut would tell me that he probably isn't going to play uh, based off that. But I, 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 it's not a knee issue, which is has hampered him it's a virus issue not not uh, covid virus uh. <laughs> he's got another medical issue Dang. um so unless he gets cleared for that i think about a week ago it happened so there, there i think there was an outside chance he would get cleared but yeah he, he came down with something and they're you know it is i think contagious so they're trying to make sure he's cleared before he's back in action but like and, I, you know, I think there's other guys who have been banged up, like Alonzo Frank has been getting treatment. So we'll see how many minutes he plays, if at all. And R.J. Felton was in a uh, was injured last week, mispracticing and is considered questionable for tonight. So you got some guys who are banged up, and it seems like every year we go to ECU basketball season. And every year. Somebody out or multiple guys out. Remember the
3: first year of Tremont and Pig, mm-hmm. they were both
10: out to yeah. start the season. Like it's just that Indian burial ground won't go away. Either that or Joe Dooley has the most physical practices <laughs> in the history of down.
3: basketball. But I go, uh, that leads to opportunity. And when Pig and Tremont were out for their debuts at East Carolina, it was the Tristan Newton show. And we got to learn who he was very quick. So, you know, what what does that mean if Tabs, if Frank are out? Maybe we get to see more of uh Brandon Johnson, who yep. the
10: coaches were raving about, six eight guy. Whereas Luigi said Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson. I uh, I love his accent, man. It's awesome. But uh, yeah, Brandon Johnson. You would, I think he's gonna play regardless if Frank plays or not. You know, just talking to people around the program, it sounds like he's gonna be get a lot of minutes. Uh, it's so weird seeing that ECU twenty two and a half point favorite on the bottom. You better get line. on it now, <laughs> folks. Uh, it's only going up. I think it's. You're going to see a lot of guys tonight, but I think if Felton's out, you're probably going to see a good amount of um, J- Javon Small, maybe some Alexis Reyes. You know, some of those guards who have a chance to make an impact from three point range. And I'm just interested to see what the starting lineup is going to be because all offseason I heard it was going to be Tabs and Frank in there, but if they're banged up, I doubt they're going to start. Well, let's
3: uh, do it. Rohan had the question. We got to do it. All
10: Rohan, what's up?
3: Let's name the starting five.
10: At point guard.
3: I'm gonna go Tremont Robinson White. I'm gonna go Tristan Newton. You should have said point
4: guard.
3: Yeah, well I didn't, okay. Sorry. At shooting guard.
10: Tristan Newton. <laughs> Tremont <Russell. laughs> uh John Julius Miles. I don't know what JJ
4: actually stands <laughs> for, but I'm going,
3: I like that. that's what I'm going for John Julius. John Julius. John Julius. Uh, okay, I kind of forgot about him. He's going to start somewhere. So at small forward, I got
10: JJ Miles. <laughs> Why do you keep forgetting about JJ Miles? Uh, that's a great question, and I but don't, I, I don't have an answer. I think ideally you would want one of him or Suggs coming off the bench, and I'm going with Suggs in the starting lineup. I am, as you know, Stephen,
3: a Brandon Suggs guy. I'm going to have him as AAC Sixth Man
10: of the Year this oh, year. I thought you were about to just keep copying me and, l- and listening to the guy I pick.
3: I kind of was, is. but I feel like I need to stop at some point. Yeah. So do you have John J- – Oh, okay, you got John Julius in. You've got um, Terrence Roberto White, Jermont <laughs> <laughs> Robinson White coming off the bench. Ed uh, Powerford – Vance Refrigeration
10: Jackson. I'm going to go with Vance Jackson as well at the four. I think he's the real lock. I think Tristan will start somewhere. It's just a matter of whether they start Treymont with him. And at center, the man in the
3: middle, Luigi, Luigi, double ba, 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 ba. The Pirates are coached by Antoine Jackson, George Wright, Easy, <laughs> Steve Demayo, and the head coach of the Pirates is Joe
6: Dooley. Are
4: they gonna have
10: that <laughs> this stupid horn? We're still.
4: Gonna-
3: We're trying to really get you ready for game night, folks. We are putting you in your seat in Minji's. Uh, who do you got at center?
10: I got Luigi. I think uh, Frank would have had a healthy preseason. He would be the starter, but I think they go with We We know for a fact that Dooley, you know, it's all about practice with him, much like with Mike Houston. Like, you got to practice to start and so I think Luigi will start. He's had a really good preseason.
3: All right, uh, so there you go. The only guy I have out of the lineup that Igo has in the lineup is my favorite player, Brandon Suggs. Uh, Igo has... It just comes down to whether they start Draymond or not, I think, as yeah. far as whether Suggs starts. And Javon Small could also play Point. hmm And we have Brandon Johnson make, getting some minutes with the Pirates. Who else? Steven uh, not in these lineups is going to play tonight.
10: Uh, I think you'll see, uh, you know, a, a decent amount of the freshmen. Like I think Reyes will play. I'll be interested to see if Tay Mosher plays. Is uh, Leston... Than... Lessen's probably a little further away, but I mean, he could even get in a game like this. You could see everybody play. Well,
3: like okay, this. I'm gonna say if it's like a ten point game throughout, like
10: I mean, probably eight to nine guys. So again, we don't know who's actually playing. If Felton was healthy, he'd definitely play. Small is definitely playing. Drinks definitely playing if he's healthy tabs would definitely play if right. he was able to go but with all those guys question board whatever you get more um, brandon johnson you probably get more johnson more reyes maybe some Mosher. maybe some motion okay all right i like it
3: uh let's take a timeout. when we return we'll talk some football uh matt asked are they selling beer in Minji's?" i don't see why not it should be how about this man if not leave yeah go show up get your ticket go in See if they got a, a cold burr. They don't just walk right on out of there. You know what? If the pet band is not there and beer is not there, I'm out. Oh no. I'm gone. Wow.
6: I'm out of there.
3: Everybody's gone. It's gonna be down to me and Jalen. Take us out to some hoops music, Shirley Rhodes. We'll be back right after this. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is sponsored by Signs and Tint, Eastern North Carolina's choice for window tinting, signs, graphics, wraps, graphic design, and more. Visit Sign and Tint today at 801 Staten Road in Greenville or book an appointment online at signsandtint.com. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you and as we head back into PRL a quick Buck scoreboard update Bob Jones trailing Walford 35 to 12. it is California leading UC San Diego 18 to 8. South Florida has a 17 to 13 lead over Bethune Cookman and Villanova has gone in at halftime with a 45 to 21 lead over Mount St Mary's clip
3: yeah i hate to hear that bob jones score when i hear bob jones i think of the uh restaurant bob Evan, bob evans yeah so do i that's why i said that, not that long. <laughs> i don't ago. believe that this is the best did you hear that yes no I mean, you I weren't swear. even here and you heard it and, he, I, heard it. Chandler and, I, and works I swear here. and
6: i swear i did not hear that
3: Chandler works on the show we do and didn't hear it so I or says it. he didn't hear it
10: you said what now bob jones bob jones. What do you guys bob think bob jones
3: is yep. that's a good question i'm gonna say uh virginia wait who are they playing they're playing walford mm-hmm. so probably south carolina bobby lee jones in
10: south carolina do you know that for a fact yeah, i looked it up uh when i heard it the first time when uh you said something about bob evans uh it is in greenville south carolina so is ecu playing any d2 teams this year no they're not allowed to for the
3: american mm. okay d1 only no, they're
10: not supposed to
3: i saw so we're playing a one win team from last year tonight yeah uh, when is canisius is that friday right, or friday
10: canisius H- is friday
3: they are picked last in their league and we got western on sunday yep and i don't know where they're picked but they're an in-state opponent I, the, like that I mean he
10: needs to be three enough
3: if they're not i'm holding cy si seymour's feet to the fire and asking him why cy si, why Tough well, week. The Catamounts are a tough team. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we talked hoops. We're ready. I thought of a few more songs that the band's going to play tonight, including... Dun-dun-dun. Now they do what they told you. Bum-bum-bum. Now they do what they told you. Bum-bum-bum. Now they do what they told you. Bum-bum-bum. So they're going to play Killing in the Name of, and they're going to play Seven Nation Army. Now, what is this?
1: I don't know. It was labeled is, song uh,
3: one. That sounds like a... This is a fight song. I got It
4: folder. <laughs>
3: Whoa! Oh, this is uh. Hold on. Is it uh gonna give you hell? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. When I see your face, up, it gives you hell. Oh, oh the I next did. one's good. I didn't know we had all ah. this. And then of course this one. That's an old faithful there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Play this one perfectly tonight. Oh, this
10: will be as you're walking in. No matter what time you walk in, this, this <laughs> song will be playing. It is weird how that happens, hey.
3: right? It's kind of like how um, the halftime shows on Fox all start at the right. same time, exactly. no matter what game you're watching. Yeah. Kind of weird, right? All right. Anything else? R-O-C-K no in that's, the it. USA? that's it.
1: That's
4: all I got. If do they do play best, you know? uh
3: Jack and Diane? All right. Anyway, so. uh, moving uh-huh. along.
1: They, I know they played this one. Oh, hit the me with your time. best shot. Yeah.
3: Do I have any interest in Herbert? Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. I better. mean, who sh- Everybody should have interest in Herbert. I'll get back to you on that. I got Stafford. Yeah, he's overrated. Ooh.
4: Hmm.
10: Mm. How they look down nice. Hey, congrats to your Broncos thanks man i uh basically act on i guess the super bowl because well, you were tweeting out some
3: pretty emotional stuff like first win since how long against the cowboys and they you were how
10: old when the, they won the, the cowboys have not beaten the broncos since i was three. Oh, the broncos have won every the broncos time Broncos have won seven in a row oh wow
3: row. i thought it was the opposite nope. oh so you guys dominate they guys. are the uh cowboys
10: daddy how about that well good for you and uh that was a shocker, though, on Sunday. Uh, it was completely unexpected. I told Chandler earlier, like, I sat down to watch Red Zone at 1 o'clock and didn't even know Denver was playing at 1. I figured it was a 4 o'clock game. That's how little I cared about the game until they started off running it down Dallas's throat. And it was, uh, it, was, it was glorious. That's the only way I can put it. Yeah. Chandler?
6: I mean, I was talking to a Cowboys fan at Tiebreakers, and he thought it was weird because the Cowboys haven't played at 1 o'clock in a long time, too.
10: Well, now they can blame it on the early start. You know, I saw some of their interviews after the game. They're like, oh, it's a 12 noon local start. We just weren't ready to go. So, you know, it gives them an excuse.
4: Yeah.
3: I got multiple people. Is it the trade deadline in my fantasy league? People are things are happening, me about man. Alvin Kamara and all kinds of stuff are happening. Uh, Shirley, let's hear the new segment on the show. Long question, short answer of the day. Uh, this is Cut 3. Troy D. asking Mike Houston about getting to that six-win mark and how much is that being discussed? You'll hear the question and the answer.
9: Coach, you guys said the team goals uh, before the season, you're on the verge of accomplishing one of those with one more win. How much do you guys talk about that this week as far as motivating the team to try and get to that accomplishment and be able to extend the season for post-game? How, you know A lot of people are talking about that. As fans in the media, what about with you and the team? How much is that being addressed right now? Zero.
5: None. We're playing Memphis. That's it.
3: I wish you'd kept going. Zilch. Nada. Nunca.
10: <laughs> Did you guys play his goose first egg? Question as well. I'm sorry? The first question to him at the press conference?
3: Um. Uh, i didn't play the question
10: What well, uh, because that is a long yeah you're right the same the same question
3: deal. was you know your first uh, first trip to the liberty bowl right mm-hmm. are you excited a little bit if any uh for your first trip to the liberty bowl cut to charlie
5: well it's my first trip to play memphis at memphis uh but uh you know it's i'm excited for the next game that's that's, that's it
10: <laughs> he ended both of his first uh answers with that's it <laughs> that's to it to troy and to uh the to mark Lindsay, lindsey which I, after that, I was like, "Man, this is gonna be a short press conference." But <laughs> now what he's doing is, yeah, he's trying not to put that extra pressure of sure everything is about the sixth win on his team, which in reality, in many ways, it it pretty much is because it's like the goal of the program for the last the handful of years. Starting I mean, quarterback's been talking about yeah, it it's since been off-season. getting to a bowl game, but they're trying to make sure. The players don't lose sight of the fact, hey, just because we're on the cusp of getting the sixth win doesn't mean we need to change everything we're doing. And so that's what they're trying to do. I I get it from both sides. Like, it's our job to talk about it because it is a big, big freaking deal. Heck yeah. If the team makes a bowl game and if they win on Saturday, you want to know what everybody's going to talk about? The sixth win and making a bowl game, like in terms of the players and the coaches. So, like, you know, but they have to do their job because if they don't and you talk about it all week and you go out and lay an egg then you look like fools and
3: it adds more pressure to navy and then the if you don't get it then the ultimate pressure playing against a great cincinnati team so i i totally understand it but uh, look we asked the players yesterday yeah they're talking about it
10: i mean it's like mike hushin said immediately after the game the players know it everybody in greenville knows it really there's no need for them to talk about it yeah because everybody knows it they knows they know what's at stake every time out from this point forward which is a very positive thing compared to where this program has been for the last several years. I mean, last time they went Memphis they were 3-8 and eight and they they gave up 70 points. Hmm. So, uh, quite a bit has changed.
3: Pirates have also had some uh, great offensive performances in that stadium against Memphis mm-hmm. in years past. I, and I can even go back to, this thing has ebbed and flowed so much. I remember when D'Angelo Williams used to torch the Pirates yeah. and Memphis and here. And then it was Chris Johnson's turn to return the favor and he had like three hundred all purpose yards one game. And since then, Memphis and East Carolina have both been up and down like multiple times. So yeah. it's crazy how it good.
10: Memphis's program, yeah, I mean they've obviously were really good under Norvell, but they were bad under um I can't remember the guy's name before Fuente. But then Fuente turned it around. So and they've been pretty good since they have they have as much talent or close to as much talent as anybody in the league especially offensively they have got some serious weapons offensively the fact that they've had a true freshman quarterback step in and he's throwing for 320 yards a game speaks to the level of of play i mean he's good but he's got elite talent around him now they can be had defensively issue's gonna be issue's gonna have to score points there because i mean they're too good offensively to hold off the scoreboard
3: why do you think uh big picture i go memphis is are they even ever in the discussion of moving up moving up to another conference like they,
10: they have been yeah Uh, They just just, never get the call? Yeah, I mean, I think for whatever reason, I guess that, you know, for whatever reason, it just hasn't been seen as that glorious thing that maybe UCF has. And I really think UCF going to the next level in football consistently for that two- or three-year period put them above teams like Memphis and probably ahead of teams like Houston. Even though Houston got the call, they got more got the call because they're in Houston, Texas due to the location. Cincinnati's recent success football So it's almost like you have to be good at the exact right time. You know, if Memphis was coming off those back-to-back double-digit win seasons, Mm -hmm. then maybe they would be getting the call.
3: Uh, I go uh, kind of another long question, short answer. Uh, Did you ask about McMillan and Hatfield? Yeah. Uh, Injury update, health update on those guys. Cut 10, Shirley. Here's what Mike Houston said or didn't say.
5: We'll see. I mean, I I, I feel – you know, pretty optimistic that uh, you know we'll have some of our guys back this week. So, we'll see how the week kind of plays out.
3: <laughs> Didn't want to dive into that too yeah, much. No, no. Which uh, I kind of expected. Oh, sure. Uh, do you know? Sounds like he's
10: optimistic on McMillan, right? I think McMillan will play. Uh, I don't know if he'll be at 100%, but everything I gather, he'll probably play. Um, don't know about Hatfield. Kind of doubt it. But, again, you know, we'll know more when we're out of practice Wednesday, seeing who's going and who's not. But, I mean, they missed a ton of guys on on Saturday. They missed um, – DJ Ford was out. Jawan yeah. Powell was out. I will say, you know, DJ said
3: he's feels much better and mm-hmm. is ready to give it a go Saturday. What that means, I don't know. It's really not his call. It's right. a doctor's coach's call. But he uh, acts like he's going to be able to play on Saturday.
10: I think there's a good chance DJ's back. And then they also, even though they were dressed, uh, Aaron Ramsour and Chad Stevens did not play. So – we'll see what their status is usually if you dress and you don't play you're pretty close though so i mean it's like a case where hey if we need him he can play so uh, i would expect those guys to maybe be back you want to hang out well can you hang out one more segment or you got to go somewhere no i'm good all right let's take
3: a time out Shirley. let's open up the booty bag and make somebody a big time winner. Booty, 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 everywhere.
10: Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317
3: 1250. We'll make you a winner here on this game night. East Carolina, South Carolina State, the band ready to rock and roll. Shirley, what are we giving away?
1: A large two topping pizza courtesy of Domino's.
3: Domino's. Get the door. It's Domino's, your pirate pizza delivery experts. Uh, caller number what? 12. 12 is a winner. We will have our winner, and we got to make some picks with Go and more for you when we return after this.
0: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is sponsored by Signs and Tint, Eastern North Carolina's choice for window tinting. Signs, graphics, wraps, graphic design, and more. Visit Sign and Tint today at 801 Staten Road in Greenville or book an appointment online at SignsIntent.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Uh, Congratulations to Jay Searles of Winterville. Picked up a large two topping pizza, courtesy of Domino's. Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Every day, all three toppings are only $7.99 each for carryout only. Order online today at dominoes.com. And your Buck scoreboard update. Uh, they have just started the second half, and Villanova still leads Mount St. Mary's 54-29. Wofford has a 52-25 lead over Bob Jones california leads uc san diego 31 22 south florida hanging on to a four-point lead over bethune cookman in the first half 29 to 25 clip
3: all right back with you on pirate radio live i never heard of uc san diego i've heard of the san diego toros is that what to it toreros but this is uc san diego
1: And I believe they're the Tritons.
3: Yeah, that's a cool name. I like it. Uh, South Carolina State Bulldogs in action tonight. What is Canisius' mascot, Steven? The Eagles. Oh, they got a cool one. The Golden Griffins. Okay, I was way off, although I feel like... It's it's an animal. Okay. Um, Let's make some uh, football picks. Oh, with one basketball pick on the sheet. Oh, okay let's do it is that gonna
10: mess you up it, it will mess me up
3: steven i is the best picker maybe ever but especially on this show in fact when wager mcgee was on last week uh charles on facebook live says why is wager here Igo is the best at picking games on pirate radio
10: I, I, if numbers I, don't lie have you told wager about how good i've been doing
3: uh yes he saw that he is now very when i texted him if he was available this week he says yeah um, sorry, <laughs> you got all these trade offers going on, man. Well, you can't even focus. This is different. This is uh, he said, Yeah, would you rather have I? I think your <laughs> listeners would rather have I go on. So he's very like self conscious <laughs> wow. about it now. You've gotten it in mean, his it, head, it is pretty embarrassing. On the year, Stephen I go has picked 50 yeah. games. Once again, no research. I come up with the games every week. I don't even know what games we're picking this week. During the break, he said, "Do you have the games?" And I was like, "Yeah, I got them." You don't want to see them, do you? He said, "No," cuz like that would mess up the mojo. He is 33 16 and 1. 17 games. If you've been tailing Igo this year, your Christmas is going to be awesome. I am proud of my record 27 22 and 1. I'm 5 games over You're 500. Good, it's not bad. Like, we're both doing incredible. And you're still six games out in front of me. Uh, I go, we go to the city of Memphis. I hear they have ribs. I hear they have
10: blues. What else do you like about Memphis? I don't know because every time I go there, I don't get to spend enough time there, and it'll be that way again this weekend. But I'm going to try Saturday night to get some ribs somewhere. We've had Liberty Bowl success. We
3: have had some awful Liberty Bowl moments. Heartbreak. Uh, Memphis, this line has gone down. They're a six point favorite over East Carolina. ECU has covered five games in a row. Memphis has only lost three home games since 2017. They have been amazing at home. I can't go against the Pirates right now. I'm going to take East Carolina to cover the six.
10: Yeah, I feel, I mean, I felt great about eight. Six makes me a little less, um, comfortable but i'm taking ecu i mean i i I actually really like this matchup especially if if mcmillan plays memphis they can run the ball i mean they have an offensive line coach as their head coach they're all they're going to want to bounce back from last week's terrible rushing performance but their best talent is running or is throwing the football and i feel like ecu is pretty good at defending the pass especially on the perimeter they can just contain austin get some hits on um hennigan i think they can slow them down i think they can move the football and offense they just have to avoid the turnovers and
3: errors how's memphis's run d i right, go can east carolina back-to-back games with a 100-yard rusher can they make it three in a row
10: they definitely can i mean memphis i would say memphis is solid up front but they're not anything special okay. so like, they're a team that can be had if uh, ecu goes out and executes
3: all right we are both taking the pirates plus the six this weekend uh, Wake Forest, I told you last week I'm a big fat sucker and I knew North Carolina was going to win that game. I'll tell you this, when Wake Forest was up by like 18 or whatever they were up, I did not think North Carolina was going to win. I was feeling good about my Wake Forest pick. But North Carolina wins it. Wake Forest defense is atrocious, but we were watching some of that game. I go, their offense is one of the, real. if not the most fun offense to watch in all of college football. I mean, they just, I don't know how they do it. They find guys open. You pointed out their, what do you call it? I mean, the, point. the so So uh, the quarterback. Deciding whether to hand the ball off or not, basically. What's his dang name? Hartman. Yep. Uh, he's got it right there in the running back's belly. And they just sit there for like three <laughs> seconds. And it, it shows that they have a good O-line. But also uh, Hartman makes really good decisions with the football. Having said all that. They they can't stop anybody. I'm going to take NC State against my Demon Deacons on Saturday.
10: They always say defense travels, but does it travel when it's just like 30 minutes up the road? Well, this game's at Wake. Raleigh to Winston-Salem is what? Oh, okay. So, you're NC State defense. Yeah. Okay. So, I what I me- you're asking. I was trying to make a case for nc state here but I I've, to stop wake's offense yeah but I, I feel like usually when state goes to wake they lose and i feel like this is going to be another case of that and you have the bounce back i saw dave clausen say we need all the wake Forest fans possible because it's the biggest game sometime
3: it's stadium yeah
10: it's a night game 7 30 i mean it'll be half nc state fans but i'm still taking Wake. all right
3: i added this one to the list because i tennessee's been scoring points they are a, a good offense georgia doesn't give up anything they smother you defensively could this be the week they get tested by an offense georgia is a 20 point road favorite at tennessee great win by the vols on the road against kentucky last week so do they they, they this is going to be a hot crowd i go and rocky top does georgia get tested
10: yeah what time is this kickoff
3: i believe it's
10: a night game but i will look i'll take the balls to cover i don't i don't think they're gonna win but i mean 20 points is a lot and like you said like it, the interesting thing about this game is is Georgia's offense really that good no so they're like, not if tennessee starts to score some points
3: the question is how many does tennessee need to score right. for you to stay in this game and cover the 20
10: like i mean i feel like if they get 17 they if they
3: get into the 20s it's a cover so i'm going tennessee all right i like your thinking there uh this game will be played at 330 this is the cbs game so it'll Still be packed house yeah um you know what let's go to tennessee i say they score 20 points georgia hits 38 35 <laughs> win the game but tennessee covers uh i put this game up there just because it's a pick them uh penn state at home against michigan didn't say um i'll take michigan to be different and tonight mengees coliseum the game is uh it's actually gone up a a half a point it's 22 and a half what lines are we picking uh it doesn't matter 22 and a half
10: i'm taking east carolina steven i mean south carolina state sucks and um they went 1-17 last year i know they have a new coach and a bunch of new players but ecu i don't know ecu always underperforms in these openers though i feel like they kind of like win by eight like 15 18 i did
3: a little research this reminds me a lot of the delaware state opener i go
10: yeah how did that one go
3: pirates won it by 25 wow 81 to 56 so last year they opened with all the cancellations uh to charlotte mm-hmm. and won that game that mm-hmm. was a good win Two years ago, one of those you were talking about, a 15-pointer or so against VMI. Three years ago was the Delaware State, which I feel like is kind of like a similar opponent to this one. Yeah.
10: Just give me ECU. I mean, whatever.
3: I'll take ECU to cover. All right. I don't really know. I love when we really start to dive into it, and you just go with a whatever. I mean, (laughs) this game is the
10: epitome of whatever
3: as far as picking against the spread. All right, the picks are in. Good luck, uh, not that you need it, Stephen. You have been crushing this year. Hoist the colors, rocking and rolling, Stephen. All the sports are intersecting. Busy time. What do you guys got going on?
10: Yeah, overlap season is officially here uh, and excited about it. Busy, but uh, exciting time and and interested to see how the team looks uh, these coming days. But, of course, a lot of Memphis preview already because it's a huge game. We'll be in Memphis covering the game as far as i know outside of bailey i think we're probably the only people going so um and he travels with the team so you know we'll be going separate and get a 5 a.m flight on sunday which is gonna absolutely suck but yikes we'll be there to cover it and if the pirates win it'll be a party
3: that it will uh we are talking six wins baby if the pirates can get it on saturday all right i go i'll see you at the very tip top of 213 tonight I'll see you uh, down below. All right, there we go. Let's uh, take our final We're time up out there with the peasants. We'll return <laughs> and wrap up a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. <laughs>
0: Listening to hour three of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is sponsored by Signs Intent, Eastern North Carolina's choice for window tinting, signs, graphics, wraps, graphic design, and more. Visit Sign Intent today at 801 Staten Road in Greenville or book an appointment online at signsintent.com. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report for today. It was a rough day all around. The Dow dropped 112 points and closed at 36,319. The NASDAQ was down 95 at 15,886. And the S&P fell 16 points at 4,685. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville, Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Brock. Back
3: with you on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Boy, it has been a fun show. I offered um, my dad's Section 213 seats to Chandler and Jalen. They accepted. And uh, we were going to be part of the 213 crew tonight. And uh, but uh,
6: we've decided not to go anymore
3: well we're not going to go to 213 because why go to a game if you're not going to sit courtside right oh Uh, no what's even the point of it right so uh we we upgraded and we're going to be courtside tonight buddy we're going to be in the action
1: wait 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 wait. we're on the bench who's going to be courtside
3: me and chandler
1: so you're going to leave (laughs) jalen up at 213
3: i sent him a text <laughs> and i apologized
1: oh no Jalen! i
4: don't
3: think he wanted to hang out with us anyway he
1: was look oh he Jaylen. hesitated
3: to get a free ticket to a basketball that's
6: right well
1: he did yes he did wait 30, and when he said he did wait 30 he minutes wanted the ticket he still didn't
6: sound like he was confident
3: so i got think a free ticket. he's gonna get with our uh he's gonna get with his buddies you know female friends whatever and we'll let the kid have fun tonight, not have to worry about us right. supervising. Yeah, him. yeah. Let him run wild all over Minji's. They have a kiddie zone, right? He can go play video games.
1: <laughs> That's so wrong. Let the
3: grown men uh, enjoy. It. We'll talk about grown men, rich people stuff. I'm about the side.
6: same age as he is.
3: <laughs> Chandler, I'll. He think- might be
6: older than me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll take you over there to play some mini hoops or whatever. Hey, you can uh, color in the coloring books and stuff Yay! like that.
1: Oh, Yay! my goodness.
3: All right. We are uh, going to head out of here and head over to Minji's Coliseum. Pirates, South Carolina State. We'll have a recap of that coming up tomorrow. We'll talk to Wager McGee, McGee, uh, Jeff Charles. Old potty mouth Bryce Williams will join us, too. We'll replay his fifth quarter call from Wednesday night. And uh, find out what was going through his mind when he said such things.
1: Hogan's goat It was was what was going through his mind.
3: (laughs) Did he catch Hogan? Was he riding Hogan's goat as he made that call on Saturday? We will find out on Wednesday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Thanks for tuning in today, folks. Have a fantastic rest of your evening. We'll talk to you Wednesday at 3. So long,
0: everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.